Hello, welcome to Nashville Sperm Bank. Are you our applicant? Yep, that's me. Perfect. That's, um, it's a. Uh, it's. I'm ready. You ready? Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 twelve thirty six. That's the time we we that we is the time you agreed on. Yep. So let's let's get this underway. Are you ready? Yeah. Um. Start off question. What made you want to take sperm from men and put it in a freezer for your your sure. dream job? Um. Yeah. That, great question. By the way, thank you for asking. I um I think it's always been a passion of mine this sort of idea of continuing life even outside of traditional means. Um and when some people may go ew gross, I see an opportunity and a challenge. So I thank you guys for giving me both today. Ex- excellent. I love that answer. It's very challenging. I like yeah. that. Um just a question on your background because I didn't see anything on your resume here. Do you have a, yep. a large history with sperm and like in your past you've dealt a lot with sperm and the transportation of it specifically I think we should add. Yes, of course. Yep, um I did work for a brief time as a courier for a couple of different hospital systems and there okay. were times in there where I did hold sperm. Yes, and other bodily liquids. Um I never really touched it or tasted it or anything un- unprofessional or anything. I was always just doing doing my job. Okay. Um, here at the Nashville Sperm Bank, we really pride ourselves on a couple things, and that is, um, the efficiency at which we extract sperm here. Mm -hmm. We we have a lot of appointments, um, as well as our customer service. And lastly, just the quality of, uh, sperm care that we have. Our cryogenic freezers are top of the line. What of those three do you think is the most important to, to you and to us? I think. I think first and foremost is customer service. Okay. I yeah. think I think that's that's the heart of all business, truly. It it really it, when it comes down to it in, in my in my experience that a customer will pay extra, pay top dollar just to have a great experience. And that's that's really what I've I've tried to bring to the table at all my positions and in my in my life. Excellent. Do you have any more questions for him? I, I was curious, uh, maybe just a little side note, about the kind of lotion that you use for your hands. What kind of... They're very smooth, I they're can They're very see smooth, yes. From here. And of course, in this line of work, you need to have supple hands. And we're just wondering, yeah, course, what's your secret? Um, it was a very wet handshake when you came in. I like that in a man. Yeah, it is It is um, my own sperm. Excellent. That, that is sense. the perfect candidate. I think a true you, industry man. You are yes. lovely. You fit perfect in here. You know your positive attitude is going to fit right in. So we forgot to ask his name when he came yeah, in. What is your name? Oh, my name. Yes, your name. I, oh, we're, we're very sorry. Oh, my, um, it's it's a little strange. That's probably why you couldn't find anything on my resume. Uh, my name is Birdemic. Birdemic. No oh way. My God. Why? We got this buddy over here. His <laughs> name that? is Birdemic Two. You can't handle the truth. You won't bring back your goddamn honey, but I know it will. My mom always said. And we're back! 
Grammy Wow! And, and better than ever, bitches. 95.7. Sex oh, fuck. F- sex FM. Sex FM or the fuck? Yeah. It's me, the Spock. What's up, everybody? You're and I'm Jojo Candles. <laughs> That's such a good name. <laughs> Jojo Bring Candles. the weather. Because he's on fire, but he's doing it slowly. Ooh, <laughs> Bring <yeah>. the weather. <laughs> he's, Jojo Candles really feels like he should be doing something crazier. Like he's the field reporter or something. I'm Jojo Weathers. <laughs> Work my way up. Cold, there seems to be a cold front. <laughs> I'm Jojo Candles. And I'm climbing my way up the corporate ladder. I'm a, I'm a production <laughs> assistant. <laughs> With a name like that. Intern. Yeah. You're the boom mic guy. <laughs> jo- Jojo Candlestick holds the boom stick. Just want to be part of the doc. He's <laughs> a documentary. Yeah. About... But about, about it's, about a wet, a, it's about a news station, but Jojo Candles is desperate like a, to be a part a lead, of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's about ninety-five. He's not supposed to be in it. But they're like, there's something magic about Jojo Candles. We couldn't keep him out of the documentary. <laughs> no, folks, it is not I, Jojo Candles. It is I, Lucas Lawrence. Oh shit! I thought he was Birdemic. No, it, we, that was the intro. No, he's similar voice. Birdemic too. Oh. I hope I hope people really picked up on that. We're doing Birdemic two, guys. We're doing Birdemic two. Birdemic. We usually wait until about the ten minute mark to tell them. <laughs> so we're cruising right now. Cruising. We only did a twenty five minute fantasy football pre episode video for you guys to check, check out, on, it out YouTube, on YouTube. Yeah, for the flans because they're so sweet. <laughs> bad. I don't. don't you guys didn't say your bad. names yet. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> You need to know our names. We're in charge. Uh, I'm. Oh, for this, not for the intro. I was thinking the intro. Sorry. I'm not in charge by any means. Uh, this is Jojo. <laughs> I was, I was going to say my name was L- Momo Lamppost. That's a good one. I was, trying to think, I was trying to think of another like thing you light on fire. Jojo Tiki Hut. But you can't be oh, Jojo. You got to be like Bobo. Coco. Tiki Hut. Tiki Hut. Yeah, there we go. It's Coco just a, Grill. We we only Ooh, we we only hire people at this radio station that have a heat source for a last name. Oh, first name and heat source last name. That's last kind of name heat source. Practice. Last name Candle. Yeah, first name Jojo. <laughs> a lot of people adopting that method. People call me Anderson because they think I'm slow mo. <laughs> Still haven't said your Ooh. name. <laughs> That's Seth. <laughs> hey, Seth. Hey. How are you doing? I'm Brandon. Nice. <laughs> yeah, there Good we to go. Good to bad movies. I don't think and I've ever said my own name on this. <laughs> yeah, usually I do Seth. it for you. <laughs> um, and we usually true. mess it up, too. We, <laughs> we do. Yeah, usually Brandon's the mom. I'm usually the dad. Or the dad. But um, Welcome there in. also might be there also might be another person joining us today. Might is a key word there. Um, is it's uh JoJo Candles, <laughs> the real one, the real Chaz Beagleman might be joining us. Ooh. No, Devin might be. He said, I, "You know, I'm going to be on this week, guys. It's going to be great. I want to be on for Birdemic too." Messaged him, called him, nothing. Message Liz. He's like, "Is Devin joining?" She responded. She's like, "Oh yeah, he forgot." <laughs> he gets a pass. He is back from the dead. Oh, from his tetanus. Yeah, oh, that's he, right. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot he's he recovered. died. Well. 
<laughs> he's recovering from death recovering death addict um <laughs> but so he might join us at some point but our guess is he didn't watch the movie so he will be reliving it vicariously through us that's okay but let's get into it which movie birdemic 2 the resurrection from 2013 Fuck. the this is two two years after the first Birdemic. I think three years, three. maybe two years. The follow-up to James Wynn's much maligned sort of bad movie, bad movie masterpiece that we did cover on episode insert number here. Episode, uh, I can look it up right now. I, I, I 30, don't know why I was going to... 30-something. 33? 37. 37 Birdemic. Yeah, Birdemic so, was episode 19. Close. <laughs> we were so far off. Good catch. We almost had the... Good catch. catch. Yeah, Birdemic, if it was just like a completely terrible production that we all sort of fell in love with, if I remember correctly. It was... We all gave it pretty poor scores, except for you, which was still, I think, in like the fours. But I thought like, it was in the sixes or sevens. I gave it like a 1.7. Looking back, it deserves higher. But objectively... It's an, the the worst movie we had watched. It's if you if you take it at its face value, yes. So, um, but Birdemic two, the resurrection, two or three years later. Click the hyperlink. Um, what we got today is a masterpiece of a film. But before we get into it, we're drinking beers. Uh, drinking beers. We drink. We drinking beers up in here. Oh, it's a wicked beer. Um, I got us a Metal Light Brewing Company again. That's the new one that opened in Billings, but it was apparently from, like, Great Falls or something. I can't remember. Uh, I could probably find it on the can. But I got one that's called Squashtoberfest. I don't know if it's going to taste Ooh. like squash or not, but not that's really. good. I wanted Oktoberfest. It's an Oktoberfest lager. 6.6% alcohol. Yes. Autumnal, malty, with a light amber. Brewed and canned in Billings. We're the downtown Spook Boys, so it's great downtown. to have an Oktoberfest, Spooktoberfest sort of Squashtoberfest, yeah. Um, I did do one last year, like, I think it was Byron Brewing I did their um, Oktoberfest one, Ooh. and I was going to get it today. I was like, wait, no, I did that last time, so like skip Bayern that. Too. Let's... Ugh. Oh my god. I haven't tried it yet. You have thoughts? Yeah, I'm like halfway through. It's fine. I don't know what a squash tastes like, so I couldn't tell you if it's similar or not. <laughs> That's gourd. What kind? That's the, it's like good. That was a, that oh, was a pun. It was bit bad. bad. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's gourd. But if we're just calling each other, that'll be a bad now. Bad joke. Bad joke. <laughs> the opposite of clapping. And no. don't say hate toward That's people. Funny. It's, it's funny the how bad it is. <laughs> Ended up being good. Yeah, I hate torpedo. Um, so that's our beer today. Director, writer, it's James Wynn. We remember him from last year. Same, Visionary. Same filmography except for one new one. What's that? So, well, I'm going to go through them all. You got Julie and Jack. You got Correct. Replica. Yep. You got Birdemic Shock and Terror. You got man, the man with the wooden face. Oh shit! You've got this, and then you've got his newest movie, Birdemic Three. That's right. I think it's premiering Seagull. right around now. 
it came out last year. Oh. Last year? I thought it was coming out this year. No, it, it came out. Or no, it did come out this year. Never mind. Sorry. I think it's like for coming some, out like as we speak. <laughs> yeah. I For some reason, I for thought it, the year was 2023 right now. Oh. And that it came out in 2022. So, yeah. yeah. I think it's been so, like premiering at festivals and stuff. Yeah. So, Birdemic 3, Seagull. Seagull. It sounds like Seagull. The man with the wooden face sounds like a hilarious movie, too. I Or it could be good. We don't know. Is it could out yet? Seth's looking. I'm looking. But it might take me a minute. It could take you a minute. But yeah, so he's the writer and the director. Last I think he's year, like the editor, too. He does yeah. like a lot of the camera work. He's, he's a producer originally. Um, last year, Seagull was in production. And now it did say... It did not say in production anymore in IMDb, so. And then, a cast. We got Mookie Award winner Alan Begg. Oh, what did he win? Worst actor? Worst actor. <laughs> Poor guy. You got love him. Mookie Award nominee Whitney Moore for Best Actress. We sure do. You got Thomas Favalero. Favaloro. Is he Bill? He's Bill. You got Chelsea Turnbow as Gloria. You got Thuan Liu. You got Aaron Pressburg. You got Brittany Ann Pierce. And you got Colton Osborne as the top build. Couple of Mookie Award nominees and winners. I like it. Yeah, they're bringing back the cast. And um, a plot today. A platoon of eagles and vultures attack Hollywood, California. Not Half Moon Bay anymore. Uh... <laughs> the the plot is just includes the taglines from the first movie in it in this one. It's <laughs> a platoon of eagles and vultures attack Hollywood, California. Why did the eagles and vultures attack? Who will survive? <laughs> I like it. And, I, I'll I'll say later what I think he's going for, but that fits in line with my theory. Well, and so in hmm. pre- preparation for this, I read all like my cat's facts for the first one again. Yeah. And I re- remember some very specifically where it was like, one, he w- drove around in a van covered in birds and blood with uh, the sign on why it that said- Why did the birds attacked? Why did the birds and vultures attacked? <laughs> and uh, Biddemic, shock and terror on it. Yeah. I remember one where Whitney Moore came up to him and she was like, hey, uh, you shouldn't yell at pedestrians on the street. And he got so mad at her that he made Alan beg the mediary between them because he wouldn't talk to her directly for two weeks. Yeah, which is even funnier because he wouldn't allow Bag and Whitney to talk offset either because he was afraid that they would form a relationship for some reason. <laughs> and he, he made them have wear bikinis in any sex scene so that they would not have sex on screen. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Just tell him not to... <laughs> If they really wanted to have sex, I don't think the bikini's going to stop them. It, was yeah, all, I, it boiled, sorry, it boiled down to the fact that James Wynn is a is a crazy person making these movies. He really on a is. shoestring budget. Do love crazy what people. Puppy. Yeah, oh. there is a puppy here. Yeah, little pup. You can't hardly see it, but this is um, this is Seth's new puppy that he named Luna. Yeah. <laughs> From spaceships. <laughs> I cannot believe you. For, for having so much hate in your heart for that movie, you know a lot about it. I almost named her 
Kilawalla was a was a <laughs> I can't Kilawalla was a you a hee-hoo-ha. <laughs> that is it, yeah. But, uh, landed on Luna. You well, I suggested Luna. Yeah, it was Brandon's idea, honestly. And oh. I just really I honestly really like the name. It <laughs> he, wasn't even... he sent me a Snapchat of her and he's like, Is it too weird if I call her if I name her Mel? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mel, Mel, and Bevo were the first two names. Mel, in my head. Just called her Mel, yeah. Oh, that's true. But Bevo, what could you have done with that? Well, Luna's Bevo. perfect and adorable. Congratulations, yeah. that's awesome. Thank you, thank you. She has pooped on my carpet twice. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm working <laughs> what, on that. What can I do? She she came over like Seth brought her over today, and he ran into the bathroom real quick because he had to go to the bathroom when he got here. 30 seconds with her being here, she shit on the carpet. <laughs> I cleaned it, I picked it up and cleaned it up by the time he got out of the bathroom. That's worth it to, for Luna, though. Is that true? Did you just marry me for my treasure, Luna? <laughs> That's um, awesome. We gotta watch Skateboard Kid at some point. Birdemic 2 History, how about we? I'm ready. Um, Birdemic 2, The Resurrection is a 2013 American romantic thriller horror film directed and story and screenplay by James Wynn and produced by Jeff Gross. It's the sequel to Nguyen's, Nguyen's uh, why do I say Nguyen again? It's the sequel to Wynn's 2010 film. There we go. Birdemic Shock and Terror. The film, as with its predecessor, has been considered one of the worst films of all time and features mainly self-referential humor about the reception of the previous film. Taking place two years after the first pandemic, the film follows another bird attack caused by global warming, this time in Hollywood. Wynn was influenced by concerns about global warming, which he said was the cause of the bird and zombie attacks in the film. A sequel titled Birdemic 3 Seagull was released in 22 to complete the famed trilogy. It's And he got... All this inspiration from Al Gore's and inconvenient truth, and and some clear Hitchcockian influence as well. Yeah. The birds, the birds. He's he's an auteur. Do it, auteur. They said that in the movie. Yeah, they used it really wrong. Not that you would know, English teacher. <laughs> what unquote. is that? A profession? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Uh, the the instant Sorry. I turned on the episode <laughs> or on the movie, I went the birds, and Seth looked at me just like, "What the hell?" It's the birds. Do it. No, every time I do an accent, I get <laughs> do it. fun of. I don't want to do it. <laughs> the birds. You got this. The birds. Oh, nailed Ooh, it! Nice. Thank you. Thank you. Um. So that is my history. A budget. Birdemic 2. Fuck. One of the Fuck tougher it. guesses, I think, we've had to ever do. This? Yeah, so remember, the first one was $10,000. Yep. So what that makes can it help out tough. a little bit. I think oh, that's what makes shit. it finance it all. If you're doing the books, you better not budget. Oh, yeah. so let's play a game called Guess, Guess that. that Budget. Budget. Woo! My oh. guess is going to be sorry it's going to be $650,000 for Birdemic 2 holy shit okay after it's all said and done I'm just going to say 8,000 less than the first one sure um Seth is closer ooh really (laughs) 300,000 damn it am I closer if I say zero 
Yes. <laughs> oh, go team. Literally anything under his guess is closer. He's at, he's at six fifty, right? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, so three hundred thousand dollars. Um, unfortunately, I don't have box office anything sure for you. Uh, so Seth is our winner today for budgets. Right. What a squandered opportunity. <laughs> um, this game is a shame. <laughs> so with the box office thing, because it never went to theaters, I did find a thing that starting on April 16th of 2013, a website called chill.com exclusively offered the film via video on demand for 90 days before it was released to other streaming services. And it was released on DVD, actually, in October of 2013. So it did have, you can find a hard copy somewhere. Hmm. That, I couldn't find, um, if Birdemic 3 had been released. I saw that it had a showing October 8th, eight days ago, in San Francisco. But if it does, if it takes the same path, it's not going to be available for another six months. For a while. Maybe uh, next year's Spooktoberfest. Brandon, don't you have the, you, you bought Birdemic on your original, right? Did you not? I didn't. I oh, rented I it because we were sitting there watching. We were yeah. waiting for Devin to come over, right? And you yeah. and I were sitting there scrolling through things, and I was like, I'm just going to rent it. I'm not going to buy this terrible movie. And after it was over, I was like, fuck, I should have bought that movie. That was so fun. Like, I, I, that's, yeah, I remember something about the conversation being about buying it or something. Yeah. <laughs> and it's funny because I looked up Birdemic 2 on Prime because it said it was available on Prime, but it wasn't. And when I looked it up, <laughs> I found all the crazy, like, things yeah. we found on the first Birdemic, because there was Velocipaster, there's yeah. Llamageddon, there was um, yeah. Bearcano. That's great. If you remember Bearcano, we watched a little bit of it yesterday. It's yeah. so bad. It just, it looked like, uh, <laughs> uh, it was just, like, blatantly trying to rip off the success of the shitty Birdemic. Sure. Bearcano. Ugh. There was one that they was, like, Bearcano. It was like Bear Kano yeah, versus the like Nazis. It's like great. Yeah. So how did you guys watch this? Was it Tubi? Tubi TV with the yes, ads. Me too. Tubi Tubi Two. What was the last thing we watched on Tubi? Was that Dollman? I think so. That sounds right. And there was one other one we watched with it. I remember because it had some weird ass Armageddon maybe ads. No. No, because I watched it with you, and we paused to write down the ads every time. But it was like when I still lived in Missoula. I don't remember what it yeah. was though. There's eh. a whole there's a whole lot of bogus streaming sites, and this is one of them. I, I like I kind of like Tubi though. It was also available on Pluto TV, but you had to find it when it was airing. So I was like, well, that's <laughs> not going to happen. All right, tagline time. Oh, how many? Two. Wow. All right. Tagline number one. You asked for it. You asked for it! This is your fault. <laughs> I I want to know if it's like you asked for like a sequel to the movie or like the That's characters in the movie asked for another bird strike. I no, think I it's think... the genius of the director. It means both. We asked for a sequel and they asked for the birds to attack because of... The birds... No. Oh, you almost did it. You no, I refuse now. I'm mad. <laughs> Your eyes did sparkle for a second. <laughs> they did. Uh, I felt like a kid again. Uh, 
Tagline numero two. Hollywood. Spanish. Thank you. Thank you. I've been practicing. Hollywood is about to take a beating. Yeah, these both seem a okay. little meta. <laughs> yeah. Too meta. I, I think. Pandemic too meta. When it was not in control of the marketing of the movie I saw. From what I, I've done a little bit of background into the movie. Mm-hmm. So this that is, is not. correct. It's not Wynn's doing, but the movie itself is all of Wynn's control. Because I remember the first one, too, the marketing wasn't his because he was like, after he drove his van around everywhere, I remember he parked it at some bar and showed the movie in a bar. And like some people came up to him and like, hey, we'll market your movie. And they spent like $750,000 on the marketing for a $10,000 movie. Oh like Severin Films. Yeah, I think that's right. I think that's mostly the case going on here, too. There's a lot of marketing on a Birdemic movie. God. Why? <laughs> um, do we have taglines that are better than, Yes for it! And uh, Hollywood's about to take a beating. Is it Leo and Satan? That is Leo and Satan. Fantastic. Don't know what that is. It's a good YouTube series. It's not really good. It's yeah, c- it pretty was, funny. It was more. It was funnier when we were in middle school. In high school, yeah. In high school, yeah. It's not funny. It's not okay. as funny anymore. No. Um, better taglines. Better pizza. That was good. Oh, that's better than. <laughs> Birdemic two. <laughs> better taglines. Better pizza. Papa Bird. There we go. Papa Smurf. <laughs> um, I was trying to do something with like COVID, like Birdemic pandemic. Hmm. I think Birdemic's already a play on Pandemic, Brandon. <laughs> I know, but like... <laughs> it we, markets itself. It's like, you lived through... But this came out pre-COVID. But like, yeah. Birdemic 3, like, you lived through COVID. Now live through the Birdemic or something. Okay. There's a there's a plug for Birdemic 3 in a year. Tagline ship it, boys. Birdemi Lovato. Oh my god. <laughs> there's something to mind there, guys. We don't have something time. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, any of those Birdemi more. Ooh, great one, Brandon. Um, Thanks. <laughs> I would. That was not derivative at all of your previous. Birdemic. No. Ooh, from three. <laughs> That's a yeah. Bang. Larry Birdemic from three. Yeah. Seagull. <laughs> Larry, Larry Birdemic. Larry Birdemic with the two. I That's like it. it. Well, I done, guess boys. that's what we're ending on. Um, well done. Cats facts time. Bird facts. Was what was the, the first was a bird facts for Birdemic the original? Yeah, probably. I don't even know if we were renaming them at that time. It probably was just Cats Facts. Oh fuck! What about like? Uh, no, we were renaming them because in old we did old facts. So, what were you thinking, Seth? I was thinking bag facts, but it it rhymed in my head better than it did out bag loud. Bag facts yeah. for Alan Bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. We want more bag facts. Oh, facts bright. Facts Put bright. the facts in the bag. This is a stick-up. What was yours, Lucas? Facts bright. Facts bright. Oh, my God. <laughs> Brandon loved bright, that song. Facts bright. Facts bright? <laughs> facts bright? You, you guys will get it later. Facts bright. Let's do some cats facts. <laughs>
What stung you? A jellyfish. A jellyfish? Yes, a giant jumbo jellyfish. Hurry, somebody call an ambulance. Call 911. Don't worry, miss. We're going to get help. Please, we need an ambulance now. A woman has been stung on the beach. What happened to her? I don't know, something about a giant jumbo jellyfish. Please, we need an ambulance now. Where are you located? On the Santa Monica Beach near the pier. They're on their way now. Okay, thank you. They're coming. Giant jumbo jellyfish, huh? Hey guys, what I missed? A woman was attacked by a giant jumbo jellyfish. Really? Seth, I really did like bag facts, though. That was good. Thank you. But you, we need to put more in front of it. I said put the facts in the bag. This is a stick up. Yeah. <laughs> That's better than mine. Yeah. No, Put the facts no, yours in the bag. Was relevant to the movie. I was just riffing. <laughs> yours is relevant. I guess, kinda. Where's Devin? <laughs> um so what was what are we doing again? Facts bright? Yeah, it's horrendous. Uh, bag facts. We're doing bag facts. That's better. Okay. <laughs> facts facts right is bad. Bag. We're, we're, put the facts in the bag. Number one. Uh, this is obvious to you, Lucas, but when it came up on screen, Seth was like, should I look this up? I was like, no, I've got it. When Bill and Gloria are talking on Hollywood Boulevard, the camera shows the star for Tippi Hedren. Yeah. Star of... Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds and the birds. She was also inexplicably in <laughs> and Wynn's first movie. She was so she's a big big actress name. She was in The Birds by Hitchcock, but she was the number three person on the billing sheet for the original Birdemic, and all she was was like in like a TV in the background, like she was not physically in the movie. It was like the TV was playing something with her on it. For like two, two seconds. <laughs> they were like, if we put this big name in here, people yeah, will watch Hedren. it. So they put Tippi Hedren. They paid for the rights to that? I think I that was know. his early movie because she was in whatever Jack and Julia or whatever that first movie was. She was in Jack oh, and Julia. Okay. His first movie wasn't Birdemic. I thought you were saying. Yeah. Was in, or she was in the first movie. Okay. No, well, she was, but just in a TV in the corner for right. two seconds. Right, Accredited right. for third lead, yeah. And yes, yeah, so that's funny that they returned to Miss Hedron's star. Tippy Hedron, number one. Um, the Birds is from 1963. Just so you know. Heard. Um, <laughs> I just put this one in here Heard. because I loved the wording of it on IMDb. It says, when the group of characters grab beverages in the end from a Pepsi machine, they grab Coke products. One has a Coca-Cola and the other has a Sprite. That's not possible. Like, they were so mad about the logistics of Coke and Pepsi branding. I didn't it's see not possible. That. It's not possible. You didn't see that, Seth? <laughs> That's not possible. I didn't see the Sprite. I thought it was like a Coke and a Coke Zero. I didn't know one of them There's was a Sprite. There was a Coke Zero, too. There was definitely a Coke Zero. I'm it glad we all agree with there. That scene was fucked up. <laughs> let's, let's go look for some gasoline to drink Coke. At a hotel. At a hotel. We're, we're getting ahead of ourselves. We're getting ahead of ourselves. Ahead of we ourselves. Um, num- next one. Our next, uh, put your facts in the bag. I like that these are the list of demands. This is somebody to bank. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> give me, give me the next. Dippy Hedron was in this fucking movie. <laughs> next one. <laughs> Voted number right. one. 
Voted number one most unwatchable movie by a film club at OCSA. OCSA can tell you. County Stripper Academy. Hmm. I would disagree. You can't. <laughs> yeah, they, they already voted on it. Sorry, Lucas. <laughs> Are you a part of OCSA? <laughs> no, I didn't renew my membership. <laughs> there we go. You're out. Sorry. They would have loved own, to hear your hear your voice there. They don't like the smell of this can. Oh, just the can itself? It like, like the outside of the can? It smells like um, hmm. a certain substance I'm familiar with. Oaky Afterbirth. Mm-hmm. I was gonna. I was gonna say like Tippy Hedron vagina, what? which you're very familiar with. <laughs> Lucas over there, just, what? <laughs> Astounded by my crazy statement there. You're correct. <laughs> you could have all the context in the world, and you saying those words in a string together would not be okay under any of them. That and wound fucking was some of the most obscure things we've ever. I'll stand said. behind wound fucking. I like that one. If a we lot. can, if we can get rid of tippy hedron vagina smell and stand by wound fucking, we will. We'll go to jail, but, but we will. <laughs> but unfortunately, you didn't renew your OCSA membership, so you can't vote on that. Shit. <laughs> They voted on that two years ago. The so. Strippers Association has a lot of fucking power. <laughs> they Orange do. County. For a wide they, vote, they vote against the people. They, they, it's the people's They weed. veto the votes that say they can't exist, and then they veto the votes of things that don't exist. <laughs> what does that mean? Who are they? <laughs> and I like that we don't know what OCSA actually stands for. It's just Orange it's County now the Orange County. It's not going to be anything else, even if we learn. That's fucks. Um, that next- was Orange County, though. Yeah. They were on Orange uh, Street for a lot of it. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Um, next, put the facts in the bag, is uh, Wynn included long scenes of dancing in order to satisfy fans of his first film, who said he wanted some romantic content. I'm, I'm glad he listened. It's he, <laughs> I just uh, like that. Go ahead. D- dancing means romantic content? Like, he's like, oh, yes. Did you those see those set. moves? <laughs> The barrel roll acrobatic flip. Oh my god. What lady wouldn't swoon in their right mind? Fallon Bag almost dropped Whitney Moore on her head. Did of he? Course With he that did. dip? When he like threw her in the dip? No. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't drop her on No, her I head. said he almost did. Oh no. But she was fine. That's the romance in it. The tension, the suspense, the danger, the, the thrill of somebody who could hurt you but ultimately won't because of the intimacy. <laughs> wow. And the trust. And that's the that's motto. Romance. Then that's the motto oh. of the OCSA. <laughs> <laughs> they said they wanted more romance, and that's, they got it. That's what they, they wanted. Did. Next, put the facts in the bag. This film was actually shot in 3D, which Wynn said <laughs> he mastered the art of during shooting. Shooting in 3D did slowed down the production, though, due to inexperience. Sure. But Wynn said he believed it would bring more people to the sequel. It Did, wasn't shown in 3D. Is there a 3D version? <laughs> I don't know. You might have to buy the so. DVD. The there's, 3VD. 3DVD. From what That's we good. know of when there's absolutely no way he was able to correctly render 3D footage into <laughs> into watchable 3D film. From, yeah, let alone master it? Is that what he said? <laughs> exactly. This is ex- He definitely probably shot it on 3d film and then just was like fuck it we just got to do it the normal way we'll do it live (laughs) i 
I don't know why, but I think I what the scene that I want to have the most 3D in it is that scene where the CGI ambulance drives away. Like he's like, we need to yeah. we need to oh 3D this. God. That was so <laughs> funny. Scene. Oh my god. Okay. Getting ahead of ourselves were, again. Yeah. Next one. Um, I don't want to spoil any of this. Movie. Next, put the facts in the bag. Is that a tie-in video game was released in October 2012, <laughs> a year before this came out? Very a weird. Tie-in, you said. Yeah, I thought you said Italian video game. Video game. No. I misheard you. It's probably released on like the Sega Genesis or something. <laughs> Not one of these, these the Google Stadia they used it to launch their <laughs> platform. Yeah, I would love the Birdemic PSP game. It was honestly the game would probably be better than the the movie. Well, least, the reason why I want it on PSP is because the first film. Well, Todd was playing PSP, PSP the whole time. Yeah. Guys, can we, the kids in the first movie, he's playing PSP. He's like, can we get Happy Meals? Like, everyone's dead. <laughs> that yeah. was awesome. Okay, next one. Uh, penultimate. Put the facts in the bag. Is uh, in a 2016 Vice interview, Wynn said that he is hoping to eventually make Birdemic 3 Sea Eagle, which would be his last film. In October of 2016, wow. an Indiegogo campaign was raised um in order to finance the third film of the series they were looking for five hundred thousand dollars to raise for it but the funding was eventually closed with only five hundred ninety six dollars out of the desired five hundred thousand donated <laughs> poor guys they made four dollars shy of six hundred dollars I mean, still, still made the movie those poor guys just not my indigo they had such high hopes, they got $596. They must have quit trying after the first day. <laughs> you think they, they got 596 have... in the first day? The first week, and then never tweeted about it again, or whatever they needed to do to maintain the interest. Yeah. Um, and my last <clears throat> put the facts in the bag is um, IMDb bottom 100. This lands on it. Oof. What position? Well, I'm going to work my way down of all the ones that we've done so far. Okay. Number 94, The Wicker Man. Okay. Is number one, like, the worst? The worst. Okay. Number 94, The Wicker Man. Number 75, Dragon Wars. Rocky. Inugi. Um, number 41, Cats. Yu-yi-ju. The Yu-yi-ju. <laughs> number 41, Cats. Number... Oh, I. Oh, wait. Number 14, The Hottie and the Naughty. Damn, so this is down here. Number 11, Birdemic Shock and Terror. Oh, my. <laughs> and number 8, Birdemic 2, The Resurrection. May I? You may. May I bang the microphone? You may. <sighs> well, why did you. What are you looking at? The. Nothing. Downtown Spook Boys. Uh, you were fuck. <laughs> you were just l- looking at the put the facts in the bag. Space whores. Uh, Star whores. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> he missed. He messed it up. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> rewind, rewind. That's like the last thing you say to somebody before they die. Like space whores. Wait, wait, wait. Star whores. <laughs> no. Um, come back. There's a. There's a. It's an like emergency a- in your voice. There, I like. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, there's a page, there's a TikTok page that I follow that's, uh, I send content to you all quite often where it's the improv group. 
the Game Changer show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With all the college humor guys. Yeah. yeah. And there's one of the skits that I saw where it was like, a man's die- last dying words, but he isn't ready to die yet. And he's like, oh, yeah. Sir. He's like, son, I just want to tell you that I love you so much. He's and like, it's like, beep, beep, He missed time when he thought he was going to die, so he has to keep, like, stalling beep, 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 until he, he comes actually back dies. Alive. He's like... And also... I, I, and also... I'm not much of a hard shell taco guy. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. And it just keeps coming back. Furthermore. Yeah, that was a good bit. As to here, as such. Here to, here to four. Here to four. Therefore, as previously stated, henceforth. Ostensibly. Mm. Yeah. That's what it was. We forgot the big one. <laughs> the big O. That ties it all together. <laughs> the big O. Ostensibly, ostensibly orgasm or Oscar Robertson. Thought that I forgot about ostensibly. Ooh. <laughs> That was that bad. Got, that got Seth real good. <laughs> that was bad. <laughs> I think we're, we're, All right, we got to rate the worst... The, the, the worst, worst thing, tangent, that's our next award. No, the but, worst things that we've said so far yeah. on here. That, the... I mean, the M-word was definitely the worst. The M-word is the worst. <laughs> they don't know. They don't know. Um, <laughs> the gourd, it's it's gourd joke today. That was bad. His little rap there, what or Tippy Hedron vagina smell. I said something in the beginning that was bad. I forget what it was, though. Because yeah, you said, you started this, you're like, that was bad. Yeah, you kept shouting racial slurs. No. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, <laughs> hold on. How, how does it feel <laughs> when, <laughs> when the other person just agrees with you, <laughs> making bold-ass claims? I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. Don't you remember that time that Seth was holding down that child in the park? Well, what? What? No? <laughs> I would never. <laughs> Seth? But do we remember the time Brandon was holding down that child in the park? <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> no, no, no children were held by any of the hosts of this podcast in the park. No children were harmed in the making of this podcast. Seth, <laughs> his face is so red, he's dying. <laughs> <laughs> that delivery was so good. He it was did! So, it was so fast. <laughs> I needed to be vindicated for my actions. The instant someone else spoke up, you've been waiting. <laughs> See something, God, say something. <laughs> See something, say something. You just have to wait for something, somebody else say to say something, something as well. Sorry, something. Luna. And we're into the movie. <laughs> and we're going to get into the movie. <laughs> Nicole Kidman, please let go of that child in the park. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a child, Nicole. <laughs> She's got a knife. <laughs> Nicole can get off a of brain and he repents. <laughs> he, he, does not, he does not consent. He does not. She Wait, stabbed I'm being him. held down now? <laughs> yeah, Nicole Kidman is holding you down and stabbed you. It's stabbed. I'm like trying to, to get that... her off by spraying her with a hose, but it's, it's not a very strong water <laughs> Bad flow. Girl. It, Bad yeah, it's, girl. It's not, a, it's not a fireman hose. It's just like a garden hose. Yeah, you're just, yeah you got your thumb in the nozzle. I I like to imagine that like Nicole Kidman's holding down you holding you down in a park or something, and you're being tortured, but you're fine Ooh. with it because the bigger torture is Keith Urban in the distance <laughs> playing his guitar. <laughs> just Keith Urban, <laughs> and you're just yeah. like, "Fuck! Just please make him leave. You can do whatever you want to me. <laughs> Correct. Do what you want to me, Nicole. Don't make me look at Keith Urban. Don't eat that. Don't eat that. Okay. She's trying to eat the headphone cord. 
Go oh. back to bed. I'm sorry for crying. I wasn't real. <laughs> it's funny because really her name funny. is her name is Luna. You should have named her Nicole Kidman. <laughs> Not even Nicole Kidman. That could be her middle name. Her name is Luna Nicole Kidman Tigger. Are you happy? That's great. Super. <laughs> I just... Spanish name. <laughs> yeah, it's very ethnic. <laughs> Somebody, somebody's just like, oh my god, what's this sweet little girl's name? Be like Nicole Kidman. <laughs> like super straight face. Like, of course it's Nicole Kidman. Oh god, that was a little laugh he did at your fucking wedding. <laughs> Wait, who did? Lucas, to make us all smile genuinely oh. for the pictures. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It got me like crazy. Yeah, there's photos of it. Yeah. Um, it was me frowning at your vows. <laughs> yeah, there's there's literally photos of our weddings, Lucas, where it's like me saying my vows, but Seth is just full on stank facing to not cry. But it looks like I'm pissed about him getting married. Both could be true. Um, <laughs> Both good. So let's get into the movie. Dang, I just movie. moved. I moved the couch around a lot there. Y'all have to edit all that out. Why are you doing that? I don't mean to. I'm Holiday hose. There you go. You got it. Where Thank did you go. get that pizza? <laughs> you got it. You got store? the pizza. That was the wrong phrase, though. Oh yeah, sorry. At the pizza store, duh. Dude, I love that. Um. Okay. <laughs> Starting it off today. She's my cool. first note is. Opening up with Hollywood and Hollywood Boulevard shots. Very upbeat music plays as some guy slowly struts down the street and then you get a title card. It looks like he bought a new camera. That's what I said. I, I, that's my first second note here. Is you can see the video quality is much better than the first film. It is much better. I th- Just purely, I think, because he bought a new camera. <laughs> I don't he think... Wasn't- it wasn't like he was using an O3 technique. camera. Yeah, yeah. He just bought a no, better camera. He didn't for learn his anything stuff. from the last. He had just a new camera. Of course he didn't. <laughs> part of I read because about he this. had nothing to learn. Yeah, part of it is he he thinks that it's a, his first movie is like a genuinely awesome, great movie, and that people didn't get it, and that it was like too small and too low budget for like people to get here. So he's like, I just need more money to make the Birdemic movie that I know people will recognize as a masterpiece. Yeah. Which he thinks this is. Yeah. Well, yeah. Hilarious. Um, a guy, I reminded Seth many times during the watching of this is like the music plays and the love stories and everything like that. I'll look over to him like every 10 minutes, 15 minutes ago. This is a horror film. Yeah, he loved reminding me of that. Because it feels as far from a horror film as you can get at the beginning. And it's about birds, which also <laughs> don't make an appearance for a long time. <laughs> Yeah. You might as well have Mr. Blue Sky playing on repeat for like the first 40 minutes. Sun is shining <laughs> in the sky. The clouds. Oh, Lucas fucking died. He's oh, dead again. He, he's hurt. Nicole Kidman. He's Let him go. Get off. The cat was um, being a menace. Not well, like Keep Little Luna. Video quality is mm. much better. And menace too. We, Seth and I pointed out this one part where they're clearly zooming in because they're across the street from him. They're clearly trying to zoom in on him walking, but the camera gets so shaky as they like lose Bill behind a car. They're like, <laughs> so the fuck shaky. is he? They had to find him again. <laughs> it's, the camera is, I don't know what exactly they're going for but it just is unbelievably <laughs> shaky the entire time if, yeah. if, you're if you had a YouTube, hangover it's... you would feel so sick are they it's... i don't know they're not driving in a car right like they're in this stationary camera like 
tracking him? Probably following him, yeah, because it looks like they're on the other yeah. sidewalk. You see cars coming both ways. Is no, the camera he, moving laterally? It's both, because he has, like, one where he's, like, following him, like, in front of him and behind him, but there's mm-hmm. also one, like, across the street. And there are devices that are pretty cheap to have, like, stabilizers, <laughs> or you could put it on your shoulder or something. It's yeah. very obvious he's holding the camera with his hand as it, as he walks, and it's <laughs> and very it's, like, it's and he probably tripped along the it's, way. It's a three-time zoom, so the, the shakes are extra <laughs> magnified. It's, yeah, it exactly. loses Bill in it, but... um. They do the opening credits as he's walking. It lasts about six minutes. Supporting cast in the opening credits? Like, it literally said supporting cast. Yeah. Even I knew that was weird. <laughs> they also had, like, the the boom guy and, and like, the best boy everybody. and stuff. They just did all <laughs> the credits right boy. away. <laughs> the bestest boy. <laughs> Lou. Um, <laughs> and I put, oh, shit, I saw Damian Carter's name in the supporting cast. Yeah, I knew God. he was going up. And so um, the intro lasts six minutes of him walking, and he finally ends up at Hollywood, the happy ending bar. Yep. We hang the- on it for like 25 seconds. <laughs> yeah, crazy long. And the instant he walks in the bar, video and audio That's quality drop tremendously. Well, I put, oh my God, the sound. Because it's the Birdemic one thing where there are two different audio sources, yes. and one has like white noise and the other doesn't, so it's cutting <laughs> back and thing, forth is so grating. First main thing Seth says is, why is there a fan in the background of her talking? <laughs> but his, nothing. His, his audio's fine. But yeah, she's got a it's fan. It's inexplicable. He, like like a lot guy, of this stuff is. Yeah. He's Bill doing 3D. <laughs> That's what he was going for, was the 3D. The walking scenes in 3D. <laughs> That's um, unbelievable. But he goes in to this bar, starts checking out the waitress. This is Gloria, who is supposedly an aspiring movie star. And he is some hotshot movie director, and he wants her to be the lead in his new movie, Sunset Dreams. He does. He's He's like a... Down out on his luck almost, though, because his last Hollywood movie was rejected. Everyone said it was, like, too artistic or whatever. It's kind of Wynn saying a comment on his own career. He's like, I made a movie. Everyone rejected me, even though it was it was great and artistic. Everyone thought it was too outside the mainstream. <laughs> that's, that's a good take. Uh, because I was like, oh, he's a down on his luck guy. But apparently he used to be, like, a real deal because he had a movie called... I don't remember what it was called, but he swept the Sundance Film Festival <laughs> with it. He won every award at Sundance. Yeah. They later espoused in the movie that Sundance is all bullshit, too. Oh, they did? Mm-hmm. They were talking about it. I don't remember that, but yeah. My so note, he's, can I have a quick ahead. note on the on the visuals here? It's a live set, right? How? Why does everything look green screened behind them if it's a live set? That's, that's I don't They're know. They're in a bar, yeah. It's like a, it's a weird camera trick. Like I can't explain it, but for the worse, you know what I mean. Like it's a magic trick for bad. Yeah, it looks uh, worse 100%. than it's a live set. I don't get it. <laughs> Just film what's in front of you. Is that the three D effect? Maybe I don't know. Oh, maybe. Well, Bill's there hanging out when Rod and Natalie meet Bill at the bar. Rod and Natalie are now a couple. They're full on dating. Natalie's got a little bang, bang haircut. Yep. Is she not in the first one? No, she had long hair. I was pretty pumped to see them. I was like, let's go. (laughs) Let's fucking go! I love these guys. A couple of Rocky Award nominees. 
Rodinathly. Yeah, why are they spelled like that? Because James <laughs> Wynn is is a second language English speaker. <laughs> yeah. And That's Rod why. is also now some big hotshot millionaire that is going to be investing in Bill's movie. He's made millions of dollars investing in solar tech companies and things of that sort. We kind of knew that from the, the first movie. Didn't his company sell for a billion dollars? No, just one million. No, his company sold for a billion dollars. He oh, made a the, million the dollar sale. One. He made a million dollar mm, sale, yeah. but his He's loaded. Yeah, did, he's loaded and um so loaded. He originally had offered Gloria an audition for the lead role of Kim in his new movie, but the instant Nathalie's there, he's like, Well, you're pretty and talented. You should audition for the lead role of Kim. Well, it's part of the deal. Yeah. Rod's like, how about you hook her up in the movie? With an audition. Yes. It's not guaranteed. Yeah. They're, it's like he's trying to set up a little bit of tension between these girls who's going to get the lead role. Yeah. Will it play Were out? You tense? A, a little bit. At, at, I thought that he was going to dip into that. He he refused to. Yeah. <laughs> when he had the opportunity. Um. So after this bar... You they also said new- Citizen Kane was an independent movie, which it was not. That was a that's not a fact. They said what were the three? Citizen Kane, Vertigo, Psycho, Psycho and Vertigo. And Vertigo. Those two are because Hitchcock produced his own stuff, but Citizen Kane was an RKO production. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With Orson Welles and Mankovic writing it. Mm-hmm. Well, after the bar, there's a news broadcast telling you all about global warming. Why was the news broadcast so quiet? Because <laughs> they they don't know how to <laughs> film sound correctly. I, I what do you mean? Hear it? <laughs> yeah. I literally couldn't hear the news broadcast. That wasn't that done was on like, purpose. That was like birds in Arkansas are dying by the thousands. The only reason I knew that was because I had the subtitles on. Yeah, they they also said there's blood in Half Moon Bay, which is the blood the first, in Half Moon Bay. The first reference to any actions of the first movie, despite Rod and Nathalie like being around and having a whole conversation they didn't at any point be like man that was crazy what we went through three years ago and everyone in our lives died (laughs) it's funny because i put this note in later but i want to address it now is that like nobody when the birds attack again nobody's like hey this happened like a year ago in half moon bay nobody's like this everybody's like this is something new like everybody in la they kind of yeah. No, there was yeah, no memories about birds. They should know what the deal is. Yeah. Well. Yeah. There's the rain is also turning red and raining down on people. That's new. Something crazy's going on. It's fine though. Um, and Gloria, she's walking down the street. Bill's walking down the street when Gloria bumps into Bill. And she's like, I'm done with Hollywood. I've tried too much to be an actress. It's not working. She's right, because she cannot <laughs> emote. The actress who plays as, as, plays Glory can't make emotions with her face. <laughs> she's it's wild. Bad. The difference in acting level between her and Whitney Moore, because Whitney, I think, is actually a pretty good actress, and even kind of upped her game in this one a little bit, too. I Whitney's expressive. upped her game. I think she, she did is. have the only facial expressions in the yeah, No, no, she's by far the best actress in this. I think she Once leaned again. into the camp a little bit, too. She did. She did, definitely. Which but, I don't think um, any of the other people 
really did. Maybe Bill a little bit. Flory doesn't know how to lean into anything. But Bill bumps into her on the street, says she's so talented, she's so beautiful, she should stay. And um, I put nice Tippy Hedron placement. It Mm. zooms right in on the star. (laughs) And he convinces her to stay. That he says, you're going to get the lead in my movie. And if you don't, I'm going to pay you $1,000 to go back home. Seth was like, wait, she's like leaving LA for good. I was like, yeah, he's like, she has one suitcase. Yeah, she just had a bag that she was (laughs) dragging around. That was all of her life possessions. She had apparently spent five years in Hollywood as a failed actress. And all she had to show for it was a bag she could fit on a bus. (laughs) Like four outfits in. Yeah. Yeah. She she said she was like a, the lead in a bunch of indie movies as well as being a like a supporting character in a bunch of major big budget movies. That qualifies as a successful actress in my opinion. Yeah, and I um I think that's probably why she should have given up. I wish she hadn't stayed to audition cuz like if you've been in films like the lead actress and things and been I guess moderately successful and you're still like serving tables as a side hustle yeah like you're not figuring it out i would say give up after five years of that you've done a couple parts you haven't made it go away yeah you they've been exposed to you and they don't like it they don't want you to continue it's not like you haven't broken out yet yeah you've you've been given your chances and the people said no exactly except go be a receptionist in nebraska or whatever Ooh, that's pretty that's pretty tout job Tout? Astute. <laughs> I don't know what tout means on its own. I don't either, actually. I know hey, what touted means. Quit quit eating my shirts. Luna, don't eat his shirts. Hey. She can eat them. No. She can't eat the shirts. She'll eat a sock. And it's not like ripping up a sock. She'll like take swallow a sock it. and swallow it whole. Yeah. Go cut it with blueberry. Yeah, he likes you. Blueberry loves you. Well, after this whole thing, after he convinces her to say, you get to some boardroom meeting with the other investors, investors, including Rod. Yes, exactly. Which, why... Shirt. Why did they need to go have an investor meeting if Rod said he's bankrolling the whole thing with a million dollars? They they were going to give him another million. Two million dollars to make this movie? Exactly. What did she get? The American flag. (laughs) (laughs) she's a communist you do not want to eat legos like daughter like father oh shit called out damn for communism seth's not gonna be happy but yeah exactly it's i mean i wouldn't put it past him at all (laughs) just based on his repertoire on this like it's exactly the same sure they hate america so yeah my dog yep a fellow communist here Oh yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> um, why the scene is filmed in a montage style, but it's not a montage; it's live no, action. It's one scene. <laughs> it's one scene, but it's filmed with like with Are like they driving in the car. Is that what's going on? No, this is a boardroom meeting. It's like oh. they like have these transitions that are indicative of a montage, and they have the montage music going on, but it's they're not like progressing in time or doing it's anything. It's very different. happy and peppy and everything. Yeah. The investors are very skeptical because they're requiring more violence and sex um, in the film to to really speak to the audience. And this is all to the most generic royalty-free music of all time. Yeah, it's like a yeah. harpsichord. 
<laughs> but and, um, they want to do script revisions. But they're He's still like, in. no way. Well, Bill's like, no, I'm making the movie I want it to. And they're like, okay. So they talk about it, and then they come back and they're like, okay, if we can do some script revisions, we'll <laughs> give you a million dollars. like, deal! They're in. And then we get our one of my favorite callbacks to Birdemic 1, where they just clap for a long time. Bill looks so evil. Long. Probably a minute of celebrating this deal that they've struck here. <laughs> it, back and forth clapping. They use the same Bill clap each time, and then it slowly goes into slow-mo to end the montage. And then we do it all over again. Slow-mo <laughs> ecstatic <Yeah>. Bill. <laughs> so now it's <laughs> casting time. Correct. Gloria apparently did better than Nathalie, but she didn't. Wooden acting. It, I She can act her way out of a phone booth. Nice. I think in this in this scene specifically... She might have? She might have. Because they probably told, tried to do bad. They probably told her to do bad, because she didn't do anything either. And the only thing that Gloria did better was like... A nod. Timing, I would say, of the words. Like a little... The words. So, yeah. <laughs> well... Rod's pushing for Nathalie to get the lead, obviously, but, you know, it's not going to happen. And back at the happy ending bar, Gloria gets a call from Bill while she's working. I don't know why she needed to walk all the way down the wheelchair ramp. That's my note, too. She gets a phone call. She's like, hold on, everybody, and sprints outside, out of breath. Hello? (laughs) You got the part. And he's going to invite her to lunch to celebrate. Yep. Respectfully, of course. Not yes. a date. Not a date. No. It's it's strictly business. And uh, they go to lunch the next day. They go to a very Vietnamese restaurant. Which I loved because the first movie yeah. had the very Chinese restaurant in it. <laughs> totally. No. And, and uh, he, like deep in Los Angeles where white people don't go to these types <laughs> no. of restaurants. He's, which is like funny because Wins, you know, a very authentic Vietnamese guy. Yeah, and, and these two white guys, white people, are just meeting there for casual lunch. <laughs> and he will not stop saying how beautiful and talented she is, and all the actresses he has worked with in the past. He's like, "You're just like them. You're so beautiful. You're so talented." And she's like, Thanks. "She's like, oh, yeah. my grand, my grandfather's an actor or something, but he's dead now. Famous actor, apparently. Um, the director oh. or cinematographer also loves to." constantly be like filming around the table like it's some sort of tense family woody allen drama <laughs> it was giving me dizzy, a little, little dizzy trying to break the 180 rule they did like it a, a lot. dozen times yeah what were you gonna say I, Seth? I just like i just liked in that scene that she's talking about her grandpa was their grandpa or uncle or whatever it was he was a grandpa. grandpa okay the famous actor and he was like the other guy's like wait a second jack marla i've heard of him isn't he dead <laughs> And she's like, yeah, thank you. He did die recently, but it's fine because it was his time. And he was like, damn, what a shame. That's She was like, he was like 90- really trying to get her to cry or something. I loved that. She was like, he was 91. It was his time to go. Like 92. Was- 92 is the time it. to go. Yeah. But rock music plays with a driving montage I had, as they drive. They had a very pornographic setup, too, because... They're like, we're not going to... Oh, I don't remember exactly. A, you can say it, Seth. I got a quote okay, about this. We'll, for We can either do it now yeah. or for later. No, we'll, we'll save, save it for later. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 
very pornographic. It's so they're, funny. They're driving to like rock bad music. Porn. <laughs> yes, bad the porn. worst kind. They're driving to some rock music funny. in like his convertible car, and you can tell it's not a date. She's got her arm around him, um, like kind of like kissing his cheek and yeah. whatnot. That's what it looks like when Brandon and I go to Pita Pit here in town. Lunch. <laughs> exactly like that. Arms of it. So it's not a date. Like she's ooh. She's right. <laughs> it is not a date. It's just a casual thing. I'm upset I let that noise out just now. Ooh. <laughs> That's well, it's so funny because they start to drive and you see like side angles of the car driving totally normal. And yep. then they go the front facing view and I pause and go, What the fuck is that? Yeah, he was pissed. Why were you pissed? Just so That's some of the worst CGI I've ever, oh, the green screen were, I've ever seen. What got me the most here is they have all these rock montages of them flying down the road, and he's got his sunglasses on, they look cool, whatever. And then there was one of, for like three seconds of them sitting in traffic, <laughs> just like at a <laughs> stop still, and then they kept going back to the speeding, like they ran out of B-roll footage of them driving. <laughs> in I, the intro, we caught a continuity error. Oh yeah, we did. Where he's walking down the street and you can see the flashing like hand as he's going through the crosswalk. It's like seven, six, five, and then it cuts yeah. to him walking the other way and it's the Walkman symbol. Yeah, yeah I'm sure. Also, <laughs> this driving scene, uh, it's really funny. They were stuck in traffic part of it. I laughed at that. But it, they also like, anytime they were trying to show like speed, it was the front view of the green screen and everything. Like we're going so fast and enjoying life. Anytime they went back to like the real life shot, it was always them turning right, like fifteen miles an hour around the same fucking corner. Yeah, they go turning again, and they're like, "Oh man, they're going so fast!" Oh no, they're, they're behind turning. a PT cruiser and, and yeah. bumper, to, bumper to bumper traffic. And you can also see pretty clearly like the dashboard in the back of the car that the, they're filming out of is like the leading car, behind, the trailing behind. car. Yeah, yeah. You can always see the spare tire. Sometimes you can see hair blowing most in of the movie. Yeah. The we pointed out the we hair. We rewind yep. it to double check on that one. <laughs> so, was that hair? <laughs> so funny. The, cam- the cameraman's hair blew into the frame of the camera. That's so funny. And they did hair. not scrap that. It's hilarious. Um, so there's all these shots. Yeah, some of the worst green screen you've ever seen with them driving from the front facing view. And they're ending up, you know, flirting more walking around the beach and whatnot and they're on the boardwalk like they go to like an amusement park everyone at the boardwalk's amusement like the faces were like blurred out at the amusement park they didn't get those rights this time but the biggest question i had was as they're walking on the boardwalk there are like eight women lined up side by side wearing like red leatherman jackets and it's just like their ass shot and they're just like blocking the way and like bill and gloria look at it and they're like huh and then, like, and walk another way. They, I thought they kept walking towards it, and then it, like, didn't matter after a while. Like, they walked through them, why, but there wasn't Why any were the red Leatherman jacket girls standing just, on the boardwalk? It there was were, just that shot of them. They don't come up no, again. No, there were eight of them standing side by side, blocking the path. Yeah. Just some, it's just something they filmed, that they were just there. <laughs> There's not a... This needs Because their faces weren't shown. They probably didn't have the yeah, rights it to it. Yeah, it was just their just butts. Like, this is cool. This is probably, like, a softball team doing like senior pictures or something he's like well, yeah. he's crawling around the ground somebody's like who's that man a thousand percent because if you remember the a cat's facts from the first one is they didn't have any permits to film anywhere and they would oftentimes be like told to leave the property and you can't film here and stuff like that yeah oh my he was God. just filming random people didn't they get their a thousand dollars this time they couldn't yeah. like buy the Maybe. rights to film somewhere 
No. What did they spend the fucking money on? <laughs> the green screens. Oh at God. one point, I was they watching a little the Uzi. I was watching a little behind the scenes of James Wynn, and they were filming a scene. And at one point, he's like, "Oh, we got to have the crane coming in here, the crane shot here." And we're like, "Would well, you have a crane shot here, Wynn?" I don't remember that. That's the, <laughs> apparently they rented a crane at some point. There was no use of a crane ever. Is that what in a this crane film. shot is a literal crane. Like, is it like lifting a camera or like yeah, like like an overhead shot? Okay, okay. I don't ever remember anything that resembled a crane shot or like a drone shot or anything like that. that Maybe traffic. The, the bulk of their money. Renting one crane, crane shot they used for a three D freaking camera. <laughs> that he mastered crane shot in traffic. We got it. That he got a thousand dollars. That's good. Um. You so you don't God remember damn. these women standing side by side? Mm-mm. It was a quick shot. It was like a second mm. and a half, two seconds. <laughs> Something I looked at. Like, what the, the fuck was that? It seems like it's gonna be like a cause of turmoil. Like they're gonna get in a scuffle. <laughs> they're blocking these, the path. Ladies. What are yeah. we gonna do? And they're standing like elbow to elbow, side by side, facing away from the camera. It's like a team rocket juncture you just walked into. They're about to turn around and like give you a little theme song and or that they're like all standing around like looking at a dead bird or something. No. They were just there. There was no resolutions. Fucking wild people. So they're on the beach. Walking along when Bill and Gloria bump into Rod Napoli on the beach. And they end up inviting them to go with them to the Tar Pits Museum. But as they're walking down the beach, Napoli's like, oh, I have to go pee. I'm going to be back real quick. And then you get this shot. I know know we say a lot of funny shots, too, but there was... A shot when they're all walking, and then a guy's jogging in the camera, and the cameraman just follows the guy jogging for no reason for like three seconds. While the oh, I don't remember that. There's no it was action. like yeah, was it? It was facing the group, and the the jogger like passes them, and he follows the jogger instead of like follows the group. <laughs> exactly. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like we're just yeah, gonna, was... we're just gonna film this guy now <laughs> instead yeah, of the actor. Who is this guy? That's um, so as Nathalie goes pee, we get probably. The craziest scene of this movie. Maybe. As you see, just a woman's green screen legs in a bikini bottom floating in the water, kicking. Yeah. And then the worst CGI jellyfish you'll ever see creep up on her. Yeah, and (laughs) and it it stings her. (laughs) Yes. already laughing. The the absolute funniest part of this is they the camera keeps cutting to this like cartoon jellyfish <laughs> like it's gonna get like a facial reaction like she'll pretend to kick <laughs> the jellyfish and then they'll cut to the jellyfish like it's gonna have like a mad face but it's a jellyfish so it's so just, it's, bl- it just blocks yeah. I imagine it's a nineteen twenties like mafia Ooh. guy it's going hey uh, I I'm walking here no 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 but like. <laughs> Give me the gabagool. I'm walking here. I can't remember what 1920s gangsters sound like. But yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> Clearly Staten Island. I know what you mean. What's Staten it? Island Italian. <laughs> what is it? Uh, no, it they was got like, the big cigars saying, hey, boss. Yeah. I don't know. Get a load of this guy. But he's the boss. The jellyfish. <laughs> the is jellyfish. The boss. It's yeah. She kicks it so many times it like floats away and then it creeps back up on her. But you never see any like CGI stinging of her. No, but you don't. she runs out of the beach just covered in blood, <laughs> like head to toe blood. She doesn't seem really injured outside of the massive amounts of blood on her. She seems pretty cheery. I I thought they were gonna like set it up. Or they all have to pee on her. That's kind of what I thought they were gonna. I do. thought that's what it was. Gonna, she's like, I got stung by a jelly, and everybody's gonna be like, oh, we'll pee on you right now. No, that wasn't it. 
she wasn't very good at collapsing. Oh, she like yeah. sprinted out of the ocean instead of like collapsing because of the pain. She like down. she ran to a spot and she was like, "This is probably good." And like, yeah, she just laid down because it was comfortable. <laughs> she did a little crisscross applesauce and yeah, then she laid down. Her yeah. butt first. Like, oh, you just call the like doctor for me. Would that be okay? I just no, it's jellyfish stings. I think it's cool. <laughs> um, my question, I guess, for this larger, what does this have to do with the rest of the movie in any capacity? <laughs> This is the craziest scene of the movie. My note here is they need to stop saying giant jumbo jelly. They did say giant jumbo oh jellyfish a lot. It's a movie about I, a bunch of times. birds attacking people. This is like one instance of a jellyfish stinging a lady. Where's what's I think you tell me, Seth. It's either got to be implying that more than just birds are upset mm-hmm. about the global warming impact, and more than just them are attacking, or. Second thing is, if Nguyen is really laying into the comedy aspect of his sequel, That's it. he's really leaning into it. He saw this in his his endless array of special effects. He saw this jellyfish. He's like, that thing looks so <laughs> fucking stupid. Let's put it in the movie. Then he found movie. any way to shoehorn it in. He thought, even better if it doesn't make sense. I I genuinely think he is number one of yours. I don't think he knows. You don't think it's the joke. second one? No. <laughs> He doesn't get the joke. God, I hate really. <laughs> truly. Uh, yeah, and then I hated hearing myself truly lie. madly deeply. They they wait for the ambulance to get here so they can take her away. And and the ambulance drives and it is once again just a shitty it's a CGI ambulance. They could not get an ambulance in yeah, that three hundred thousand dollars. Very easy thing to have wait, don't just just don't show it then. Just don't have a fake ambulance drive off in a real parking lot. <laughs> if you can't get cut that, we we can understand if you can't like afford to rent the ambulance on a three hundred thousand dollar budget. Just skip that part. <laughs> just, <laughs> just skip it. Don't don't my do qu- this. Uh, my question was like, why did Natalie need to go to pee for this scene? Uh, that's true. I don't know. Seth said that it was just so that sh- when she came back, they could say giant jumbo jellyfish once more to her. Doesn't she come back with their child, too? No, she doesn't, but no. the child does appear. He just shows the fuck up. In the next scene. <laughs> Tony. She comes back to the group and she's like, hey, what did I miss, guys? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. It's a fucking sitcom. <laughs> Sorry if I stole that many, but I'm just <laughs> realizing how hey, funny that is. That's funny. Hey, it's me, Todd. Remember me? I'm <laughs> what, back. What did I miss? And they're like, oh, this, this woman got stung by a giant jumbo jellyfish. Hey, you have to stay here. You're going to be a butthole. Oh, my God. She's going to be a, she's gonna be a butthole. And yeah, I just thought it was obscure because they end up at the Tar Pit Museums. And I was like, who is this young man with him? It's, 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 of course, it's Tony. <laughs> that was his name, was Tony. Hey. I, I put they, have, they must have had a connect at, this, at the Tar Pits Museum because there's no way... This is like the best filmmaking of the movie, and there's no way that they could be like doing that, like trying to sneak behind security and get it without the permit. So they must have known somebody at the at the museum. Sure, there's a lot of museum sure. shots. Um, there lo- <laughs> Seth literally looked over me. He's like, "So many museum shots." It's like three minutes of just shots of museum, yeah. and we are and like thirty five minutes into the hour and twenty minute movie, and. No yep. birds yet. No, no bird attacks. <laughs> I, t- I told no Seth, I was like, literally the last time we watched this, there was no birds until the exact halfway point during yeah. a sex scene. So, Because <laughs> yeah. at least in this one, there were shots of like 
regular birds that they happened there to film. There were so many like real birds yeah. in this movie. They did good with that, actually. They did amazing. Like there was that. <laughs> they giant, got so lucky with that giant flock. There was that giant yeah, flock I thought of that birds was that they CGI. that they caught in the air. That was amazing. It took me a second. I was like, "Are those real birds?" And Brandon, like, "Yeah, those, that, are, those real are real birds. Real. That was a great." That's the bar great for this movie is if they can film real birds instead of fake birds. <laughs> We're like, oh my god, <laughs> they good. did it. Holy shit. This is film of the year. <laughs> they did it, guys. They did it. This is going to my top ten list. <laughs> um, so yeah, they're at the museum. They look at every exhibit until they come to some bird skeletons and they talk about how old and big they are. And at the museum, outside, they see Dr. Jones. Dr. Jones? Doctor, oh. Isn't that a song? Um, Mr. Yes, by Aqua. That's one of Marina's favorite childhood songs. Dr. Jones, Dr. Jones, Dr. Jones. That's the I'm a Barbie girl band, Aqua. There's that one. There's another one that Marina loves. If you ever play it, she'll immediately go, In the heat of the night, we are having a siesta. Fiesta. (laughs) We'll dance until siesta when the sun comes to light. She loves it. I'm lost. In the heat of the night, we are having a siesta. Fiesta. Meanwhile, we dance until siesta when the sun comes to light. Meanwhile, me and Seth are strolling through the barrio. It was 1989. Thank you. What is the song? What is the song? When I look at the television. I want to see me getting back to the notes. Mr. Jones, tell me. Yeah, that's it. That's it. All I could think of was uh, Kid Rock all summer long. (laughs) From your your werewolf (laughs) London Uh, talk last week. (laughs) Um, I was pissed. But yeah, so they look at everything. Dr. Jones, callback from the first movie. He was the scientist that told him. All about how global warming and the birds and everything like that. So he's on this bridge who tells them about how birds are descendants of dinosaurs and the prehistoric ones were so large and would attack cavemen. And then you get a quick flashback. (laughs) You get a quick flashback to just two cave people fucking. Fucking yeah, it's a, it goes to their faces. Just oh, oh, oh! You're like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, that was, <laughs> it was weird. Yeah, it was, it was very brutish. And then the birds set upon them. <laughs> you get a shot of Renfold McDenfold making love. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially, if you listen to the podcast, God damn it, that's such an old McDonald. Yeah, it's yeah. In the most recent episode of TV Talk with the Rocky Adventures of Ronald McDonald. They go back in time to dinosaur ages, and there's they see all their cave people selves, and none of them have names except for Ronald's, which is Renfold McDenfold, <laughs> clearly fuck? an Irish caveman who could only speak in <laughs> grunts, yet he had a full name. I think this was this Seth's like first glimpse too at the at the birds attacking the birds in motion. Yes, this is the first moment of CGI birds. Uh, what, this flashback and what was screaming through your head at this point, Seth. If I may ask. To be honest, I'd seen clips of the birds Uh, from the first movie, so I was expecting like that. Yeah. But the first time I ever saw that, I was like, there's no way they keep doing that, right? (laughs) (laughs) They do. There's got to be a catch. There's got to be something else they do. And then, yeah, that's every fucking scene. The first time he saw it. He saw them on the screen. He just went, the birds. Didn't go the birds. (laughs) He did. 
Uh, I heard him. But yeah, so he tells them all about that. You get caveman <laughs> sex scene there. as clip art eagles and vultures kill them. And uh, Dr. Jones just spitting knowledge about the TAR's ability to preserve skeletons and blood vessel and DNA of the birds. Like, it completely preserves them. Cool. And so, now they're all on the beach Extensive talking plan. about how lots of actors after, die young. After, like, 60 seconds, 65 seconds of a yacht. Just just filming of a boat on the river. Oh, yeah, what the fuck was that on yacht? The, on the ocean. <laughs> Did they rent that yacht? Nope. It's just a... No they way. just filmed it. And then they're on the beach. It's funny how many things they actually blurred out this time, but they, like, got away with just this yacht. <laughs> this random... They never... They never asked. And you're very correct. It is, like, 60 to 65 seconds of a yacht. It's it's bad. It's like one percent of the movie of just yacht. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, they're all on the beach talking about how lots of actors die young. It was like, oh, cool. Oh yeah, James Dean died young. He did. I can't remember the other one they said. Natalie Wood. Natalie Wood died yeah, young when she was like forty three, which young, but not that young. Not James Wood twenty six young. Yeah, D- was it forty three? Yeah, he yeah. said twenty four and twenty three. Did no, he, he said 43. Did he say 43? Okay, yeah. I thought I read he said 24 and 23 on the subtitles. Oh, yeah, it was it was 43, which is, I yeah. mean, like, sad, but I don't know if that's necessarily dying really young. But Yeah, no. I mean, that's a really 700. Seven. That's, like, way down the list of things to nitpick about Birdemic 2. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> the age of which people died. That well, Gloria is, like, giving, going to give, like, Natalie all this acting tips because she got the lead and she didn't. And she was like, kind of fine with it. And you start to hear, oh, they go to this bar when Natalie's linebacker mom shows up. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> She's got the broadest shoulders. <laughs> like Dwight Howard shoulders. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> she's like she's like 5'6", but like her wingspan is like 7'4". Yeah, she's not like, like overweight necessarily. She's just a brick shithouse. It's just a brick of shit. Oh, that's my... What is that noise? That's the coffee maker here. You oh. better go get some coffee. I already got some. Oh. Well, yeah, she shows up, and um, she's so happy that Natalie isn't modeling anymore. Because <laughs> in the, I told Seth in the first movie, she's like, oh, you got a job, a modeling career as the centerfold page of Victoria's Secret? You should do real estate instead. She's like... She's doing pretty good in modeling, Mom. Yeah, and now, yeah, but now she's an actress, and she's like, oh, that's so awesome. You guys should put me in the movie, too. Oh, my God. <laughs> she was she was like, can you put me in a supporting role, if not just a feature role no. instead? She's like, what? <laughs> in the chair. Yeah, he's feature like, is sure, bigger than supporting. Oh, no, he, quote. he agreed to put oh. her in, um, he gr- agreed to put her in a scene with Nathalie. Yeah. Yeah, and, but they were like, oh, sure, we'll put you in the film. And then they winked to each other while she was watching. <laughs> My put notice the <laughs> mom's now in a film. That. Mom's now in a film, oh, and mom's just man. landed on thick about marriage and babies. Natalie's like, I don't know, you ask Rod. When are we having kids? Rod's pretty good here playing the uncomfortable. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he did decent. Yeah. He improved a lot from the first film i, I think he did yeah i think you're right still dog shit but he improved a he lot was so wooden he... in the first one i think it's pretty clear glory is the worst actor out of the, the main yes. four yes she is 
And um, after she lays it on thick, you start to hear some club music. And my note is this. Is Damien Carter about to show up? And oh then God. here comes Damien Carter. And this once again, full music number. He sings a whole music song. video. He sings the chorus three or four times through. Star bright, star bright, star bright. This scene cracked me up because the way it was oh, yeah. framed, I thought he was he was like performing up there. And I was like, all right, everybody's having a good time. The song ends and it shows he's just been standing on a box in the corner of the room <laughs> the whole time. I was like, he doesn't have a stage for himself. It's, a it's like a card. It's a cardboard rocks with a fucking tarp. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Oh yeah, you did. He's point standing that out. in the corner of the room, and, like nobody even knows he's there. And his whole song is about like how it he's going to be a stage. superstar, and everyone's going to be sorry. I'm in when Hollywood, he would... baby. <laughs> it's yeah. Fucking stupid. And they're all, of course, because it's spurdemic. They're all dancing their asses off, especially oh. especially Natalie before the choreographed stuff, because she's like <laughs> full arm dancing, like whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Star bright. She did, she did like ninety spins. She was spinning so hard, and the boys did uh, a little leapfrog thing. But yeah, like no, a they, sideways he, leapfrog. Like, <laughs> he knows. Bill like bent over at the waist, and Rod was like, "Oh fuck, this is my chance." Check this did out. like a parkour barrel roll over his back. Yeah, they knew it. All improvised, actually. Not going to do anything. Wait, here. guys, I got it. Oh, thank God. We played the last one on it. There's, there's no way they're going to copyright it. Yeah. Gonna party tonight. Yeah, the first, his first song was more of like a R&B pop joint and this is pretty like techno influenced clubs club heavy it's showing yeah i would say so damien's evolution as an artist as well he also gets another song after this too he does he gets like 30 seconds before of his own like slow song before it goes anywhere so it's funny after so i remember when we first watched birdemic after we got done with it we went to fucking Dairy Queen and all got blizzards, mm-hmm. and we down. I downloaded. Yeah, hang out with my, with my family. family. I today I downloaded the rest of his songs, and um, there's one that you need to hear right now, Seth. Okay, this song's called Snake. Oh yeah, <laughs> Look, like, of snake. course, yes. It's a little close to home. I don't remember the intro being this long. Usually, his songs just. Literally pop right in. Oh, this is really long. We're gonna get there. You hear that silky smooth tenor two voice? Three, four. What? This one's oh, catchy. Oh, God. Here it comes. Watch out, watch out, that girl's a snake. Watch out, watch out, watch out, that girl's a snake. Watch out, watch out, watch out, she'll break your heart. 
Watch out, watch out, watch out. Put up your guard. Okay, though. That snake. We really bop. And then there's also full-figured woman. He's got a he's got a big discography, I think. And Wynn knows him and loves him and uses him. I think that's all you need. Um, he's like the Rolling Stones to Martin Scorsese. Oh, it's funny because I tried to download Starbright as well. Not available on Apple Music. It's like <laughs> it's James Wynn has that. the has the the deep cuts. I, th- I think it's a crime to be in possession of that song. <laughs> it's a crime. It's, a well, it's on YouTube, so go check it out. It's a pre-crime. <laughs> um, so they jam, they dance, they slow Rod dance. Bill, sick, yeah, some slow dance, and uh, you fade after all this clubbing to a half-naked Gloria lying on a bed with like a robe on. And a half-naked Bill staring at her. She's actually got I thought they lingerie were just this time. Friends. Yeah, they did. It wasn't a bikini. I thought they were just friends. Yeah, they're friends. Secret friends. Those, those boundaries are dissipating quickly. Don't kiss me, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> we're just friends. He was leaning. Though. Yeah, hard, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's too much tongue. Too, too much, much tongue. There's no Scrap. such thing. So, you went only tongue. <laughs> that, yeah, there's no such thing as too much tongue. Hundred percent tongue. There. Thank you. There's a lot of yeah. So they're like getting set up. Obviously, they're just on the vid- YouTube video to watch our tongue action big time. But yeah, they're they're gonna bang. It's like a hardcore porn setup. What I thought is funny is there's a lot of rolling. Like there was keep, a lot of rolling. They keep rolling over to each other like probably like six or seven times. Well, they kept showing just different angles of the same role. <laughs> yeah. From and, the, the right side, the left side. And Marina my, hated his tattoo. She did. The Saints logo. The New Orleans Saints. <laughs> the Florida Big Saints me. fan. It's, yeah. It's the the hardest I laughed in the whole movie, though, is right here. When, when they roll over and you can see... Um, <laughs> you can see the boom guy. <laughs> did you guys see that? What do you, I missed that! In the, oh, my God. In the sex scene, like, <laughs> is he in the reflection or something? He's, like, in the doorway, yeah. Just, like, holding, holding the... No. <laughs> yeah, for, like, no. two seconds. You no guys can way. totally find it. Look up Birdemic 2, boom. I'm sure it's the first... It, I died laughing. I put L-M-A-O-O-O-O-O-O-O. <laughs> That's a lot of O's. Brain, you're gonna have to look it up. My phone's, like, 4%. I'm saving it for quotes. Sure. <laughs> And I also wait. Where was he standing? He's like in, in the, the doorway, doorway or like in a mirror of a doorway. Demic to, to sex scene. Not sex scene, you fool! You insolent fool! He is an insolent fool. I don't think we're, that's the first. That's one. the first one. Yeah, we'll there's the bikini. It. There's well, Natalie Moore. Oh God, look at her. She's okay. It's tough to find. Well, oh, I, this is the whole movie. <laughs> well, I saw it. I- I'm looking right now. So my next we'll note. Continue. I put well, here guys, comes the sex scene from you the guys. Friends. Look, I'll I'll say a theory of mine on the sex scene. Back okay. to the first okay. movie, and even including the cavemen here, Wynn is having some sort of implication that sexual promiscuity is leading to the birds becoming terror because they only attack in the first movie 
after after the sex scene after rod and nath they have sex they only attack in the caveman after they're banging and in this one they only attack after bill and gloria have sex so that follows some like horror movie tropes like i think that's the case in like halloween and friday the 13th whenever the kids oh, are starting to have sex that's when the demon slasher comes out so it's, yeah it's weird that that's he's kind of keeping that horror tradition alive very subtly probably by accident it's also always a thing to like kill the half naked or naked female just to get some gore mixed with nudity in there as well. Oh yeah. Um watching the scene right now, look oh, there's the boom. The there's boom the- mic is in the top I don't see the guy. I see the whole setup oh, there's in the a corner. Guy. There's a whole Keep setup. Watching. I see the whole setup. There, he's right there. <laughs> yeah. He's in the he's reflection of the mirror. In the doorway. No, that was a mirror. I know, but he's still leaning in the doorway. Boom mic there. The reflection. Whole setup there. And yes, leaning in the doorway of the reflection. Oh my god. That's he's so, so bored. <laughs> yeah, he really is. <laughs> and He's not trying to pick up all the makeout sounds. <laughs> yeah, he's so far away. Just like casually holding a, a small boom it's, mic. That that moment there reminds me, because you've seen them, of my home movies with the Yetmansons. Yeah. Of the fucking treatment where Carter was like the yeah. wartime yeah. PTSD general, and like he escapes after he kills sure. he kills Haley, he escapes, and he's like, oh my god, where is he? He's on the run. And like the big finale was like, we see this Yahtzee electronic handheld game lying out there because he escaped with it. And, like, as we pan around to the Yahtzee game, Carter's just, like, standing in the background, like, there he fucking is! Get him! (laughs) Yeah, and a lot of people are saying that this movie is, like, leaning into the joke. This is not leaning into the joke, because leaning into the joke would be, like, like having it for, like, three seconds solid, and, like, you see the Zoom guy, and everyone laughs at the Zoom guy, but, like, if you guys miss this, sort of just a blink in an eye, that's a genuine mistake that they, they kept in the movie. That's, it is so much better because of it. Um, yeah, I don't big know sexy. how to feel anymore. Big sexy. Anyway, I told <laughs> Seth, I was like, we're like two minutes over halfway and there's a sex scene. We've got to see the birds coming if I know anything about James Wynn. Yeah. And just then, red rain is showering down and it's lining right on the tar pits. And then <laughs> fucking birds... <laughs> Just fly straight from the darkness. And cavemen. And cavemen <laughs> cavemen slowly up. <laughs> the two cavemen that got killed that had sex those to two, the surface. Those two specifically, and there were so many birds coming out of out of the water. Thousands <laughs> a, of birds. A million birds came out. <laughs> out of the tarpits. It was weird because like it all the it like rained red and everything and music is ominous, but before any of the birds or caiman came out, there was like thirty seconds of just mammoths making like elephant noises. Yeah, there was. Oh, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. so the birds come out, <laughs> and they're all in the filming studio. Like the birds are killing people. How do the birds but get they in the studio? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows that the birds are out there because they're filming a movie, and then the birds break in. Yeah, I don't know how they fucking got in the studio. They just believed. They just <laughs> they believed. They're believers. They're anger. And this is when they're of global warming. <laughs> that's ostensibly. And this is when they're shooting Sunset Dreams or whatever, right? Correct. Like the first day of shooting and And then of course, because it's birdemic, they grab the hangers to fend off the birds. Two guys exactly, are, yeah. are carrying already. Yeah, they got they got they got Glocks on them. Yep. She she said out loud, get the get hangers. The hangers. <laughs> yep. 
My favorite was the people that used the umbrella, and you could see like the birds move up when the umbrella pushed them. I was funny. like, well, James Wynn's really working on his yes, clip art here. Yeah. But then they were just... There was the one bird that was like already below the he umbrella. He was under the umbrella because the umbrella went too high. <laughs> he did do all the but, CGI yeah. himself, too, if I remember right from the first one. If, yes, he did. If you couldn't all, guess. <laughs> the birds killed everyone except our four main characters, and... Two other people, some big brute guy big and this Asian guy and a little guy. Asian writer, and then out of nowhere, just topless women. <laughs> yeah, that's something we didn't get from the first movie. Boobs, <laughs> and they're filming like this sort of slasher exploitation movie. Sort of, he's riffing on Halloween, I guess, because this guy comes in with a knife. He's like, "I'm gonna get you, booby girls," and stabs <laughs> them all. And then, which is a Classic line from the Halloween film. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> Come here, booby girl. <laughs> I'm gonna get you. <laughs> um. Yep. We we still we see these three pairs of boobs the whole time, and then the birds c- come into their side of the studio and start slashing them up. They do. Yeah. They kill. I saw the naked girls, and there was like no lead in, no transition. Like, what the fuck is this? It and then you finally so see. Abrupt. <laughs> you finally see <laughs> yeah. it is part of the movie or something. And I was like, well, there's the rewrite. I they there was a commercial, wanted... but I'm like, what commercial has live boobs? <laughs> <laughs> what, what commercial has literal titties in it? Yeah. Go Daddy, I guess. <laughs> Danica <laughs> Patrick. Still censored. Go, but yeah. Go Daddy is literally a commercial to make like web browser. Yeah, I had URLs. to look it up because I. I when I was young, I you was were like looking 14, at GoDaddy. I was like, this is porn. awesome. But like, I grew up and I was like, what was GoDaddy about? And I, yeah, it was a, it's a, it's Squarespace essentially. But yeah. they used Danica Patrick instead of YouTubers and, to advertise. And um, who was the the girl judge on The Biggest Loser? They used her as well. The- Jillian Michaels. Yeah, Jillian Jacobs. Jillian, maybe Michaels. Yeah, used they to used watch her with my as well. And me too. Um, now that we're on the topic of titties, uh, nice. Seth and I were discussing. Number of times, max number of times. Oh my god! That you've I thought we masturbated in one day. I thought yeah. you'd forgotten. Nope, I didn't. Seth's is a high number. I don't want to brag. <laughs> Marina was like very asked us a lot of questions about it. She was very intrigued about the science of like. The science I don't know if it was the it. science. I think she was more about like, what's up with your guys's willpower? Like, what's that about? And your your judgments. I mean, mine's probably pretty high, too. Triple digits. Brandon was insistent that we bring it up. Triple again. digits? That can't be right. I'm asking like Gavin right now. if it got to triple digits. I really I think did. You... It really cost me my life. I'm asking Devin right now. You're asking Devin right now? Yeah. Ask him if he wants to be on the podcast. Yeah, I've I feel been, like he'd be a great addition I've been this. trying to get him. All he responds with is, sick brain. He said sick brain? Yeah, he said he'd bring the vibe down. Is he I, sick? In the head. No, but like, does he have a cold and his brain would be sick? Like when I was super tired that one time and no, nothing I said. No, he's going sense. through a bipolar depression episode. Oh, that so, sucks. Um, Liz keeps telling him that he should be on and Devin responds with, Liz tells me I can't be on. I was like, she literally just told me she wants you to be on. He's like, sick brain. Well, so I'm we, trying to get him on. We hope the best for Devin. We do hope the best for him, but I did just ask him his max number of masturbating in a day, so. Just so we can know, you know? Right. For the 
listeners than yep. all of them. We won't chomping we won't at the clamoring. bit for the answer on this one. We won't clamoring. S- specify the number over walls. The specific number. I did not reach double digits on mine. Those are rookie numbers. I did. Seth did. I'm sure I have. Yeah. I was a middle schooler once. Marina, yeah, Marina was like, how old were you? Like, eight? I was like, I don't know, like, 16? Marina's 17. <laughs> she didn't say eight, she said 12. Oh, 12. 12. She did not think you were eight years old, I masturbating it seven I times I couldn't remember. <laughs> Devin says, how many, in my whole life, how many times have you met? No, just in yeah, so they, one they, day. They get What's there the next? right as the girls Devin are dying. Devin has not reached double digits. They're get right they as the girls are. There. Yeah, it's the six There's of them. There's one still left, fending herself off. And I, Brandon, and I both thought she was going to join the squad. That's kind of how these things go. But she just took a really long time to die. It was like the right girls screaming for help. Saved her. Yeah. She got like a little stabbed. Yeah, it's just them her. shooting into the air. Like a they never yeah. reload their guns. No, and they have That's- a lot of bullets. They have a yeah. ton of bullets. This, this revolt, this handgun has unlimited well, ammo. Well, yeah, and Bill he fires it by constantly, every single second, he's firing a bullet off. Gah, 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 That's gah, just how gah, he's, gah. like, moving with the gun, so they have it's, to animate it's so f- hundreds of bullets coming from it. I put it's that so Rob, funny when they zoom in like that, because you can also, see the wrist action. Yeah, like so much kickback. There's also a point where Brandon, somebody's like, help me, uh, like, scream for help, and Brandon's like, lady, they shot 900 live rounds into the air in the last 60 seconds. Like, they're doing what they, <laughs> they can. Are. You gotta they do are something. helping. Rod even, or something. Rod even roundhouses <laughs> even some birds yeah. and the camera. <laughs> oh my this, God, this weird sick. bird POV shot where it's like a really <laughs> dirty camera. I thought it was like the veins of the eyes of the birds. It could be, like yeah. But like, red yeah, he eyes, roundhouse but kicks very it. Very dirty and, lens. Um, they can still blow up ammo. the birds. They blow up. They still spit acid, and um, they finally shoot so much that the birds start flying away. And while the birds are away, they check every corpse to see if they're actually dead or if they can help them in a way. And I put, they're all dead. None of them were faking it. <laughs> Yeah. And the it, one girl when she died stuck her tongue out and was like oh my God. yeah <laughs> like when you and I pretend to be dead Rod and Natalie still have not referenced the events from the first movie either they're not just like oh my god it's happening again they're they're just soldiering on and where's Tony he's gone <laughs> we mentioned we, He's been gone we didn't think while. about that until we're like 30 more minutes into the movie there was like 15 minutes left we're like Wait, where the fuck is tony he was only there for the museum scene and talking to the professor and then you never fucking yep. see him again well everyone's dead they're all standing outside creating like they're standing outside and like they just start casting like a new movie like right then and there he's like i want to make like this movie about bird attacks I'm like oh i could direct it you could produce it they're like we got two yeah. actors right here he was like get indoors and <laughs> quit creating this movie well it's it's funny on a couple levels because first it's funny that when is clearly i think in his head he's just like oh my god i'm so smart for this here <laughs> they're gonna be talking about <laughs> making birdemic and then the fun second part of it is they were talking like, oh my god, like the birds are attacking people. We should totally make a movie about this. And Bill, it was already shown earlier in the movie, has a poster of the fucking birds in his office. There's a movie about birds in your fucking office, you moron. <laughs> <laughs> You're so upset that he's a stupid head. Stupid ass. He's a stupid head. Well, Nathalie. 
Or actually, they stumble across a Western set, and everyone's dead except for Jessica, oh my a God. very scantily clad cowgirl. And Nathalie talks about how this is all due to global warming and happened in Half Moon Bay a while ago. And I was like, does no one know that this happened? Was like, this never covered on the news, the Half Moon Bay shit? Because it should have been. But Jessica joins them, and they're walking through the woods. That scene where she joins is so funny, too, because she comes out. She's like locked in the door. She's like, help me, I'm stuck in the yeah, cabin. Yeah. And then so she they start walking the back. Door. She opens it by herself. She's like, anyway, <laughs> how are you guys us. doing? And like, <laughs> it's like clearly established that like Bill and Rod are kind of the leaders of this, uh, of this group, right? De facto leaders. Mm-hmm. But Will, the Asian dude that's been with them for some amount of time for some reason, comes up and he says, hey, I'm Will. I'm a screenwriter. Like, <laughs> yeah. Roddy, what the fu- Why? That, why do you have to say that? Yeah, you stole my quote, but don't feel bad about it. It's it's so funny. <laughs> Shit, I'm sorry. She's like, she's like traumatized. She's like, oh my god, my co-star is dead. And he's like, hey, I'm Will. I'm a screenwriter, by the way. <laughs> he's like walking up to her at a bar. <laughs> <laughs> this is literally a birdemic. Calm down, Will. And yeah. not even like a successful screenwriter. He's like a janitor somewhere and he's like writing screenplays. Yeah, but he's he, not a screenwriter because yeah, of that. Well, because he's like <laughs> just decided. He's like, I'm r- going to write this movie about the birds and you can all direct it or whatever. So because of the previous conversation, he's now thinks he's an established he's screenwriter. screenwriter. That's his like, that's like, that's, stu- that's like saying I'm a musician because sometimes I play the guitar. <laughs> And I think about I sang in the shower once. I'm I sang in the shower the guitar. I, all the time. He's going to play the guitar. He's a musician, perspectively. <laughs> well, but it still counts. It's crazy. And Natalie's like, this is all due to global warming. And they walk through the woods and they see the tree hugger from the first yeah, movie. It's the Lorax. The guy that they encountered that they got, <laughs> the Lorax, where they got scared off by the mountain lion. And, uh, he, he talks looks, about how... He looks a lot worse than this three years. <laughs> he looks so bad. <laughs> that he looks so bad. He, looked, <laughs> he talks about all how... right in the first one. <laughs> he looks like Woody Harrelson. A little bit. <laughs> a leathery Woody. <laughs> leathery. <laughs> a toupee, for sure. He was like, well, my whole home That's burned down, so I don't live in the woods anymore from the fire that happened from the cougar. But He's mentioning so many things. <laughs> but some get a row strangers, essentially. <laughs> Because I like I know a little bit about birds, like, but this fucking guy has slipped past my periphery. Okay, he's, he's got a lot. He's throwing a lot at you. <laughs> oh, we remember you, guy in an obvious wig. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I'm the hippie from the last. He's like, there was a fire, and now I'm married. I'm like, what do you mean? That's a lot of insane things to say in a row. Do you remember the mountain lion? No, I don't remember the mountain. Yeah. He didn't mention mountain lion. You did, and it confused me more. And some. Random- Random, he didn't say anything. Some random civilian so, named Annie ended up saving saw, him and marrying bless him. Her heart. She saw fire from 10 miles away, sprinted on foot because she's so eco-friendly, and said, I bet there's a man in there that's the love of my life. And, and because she's the daughter of a, of a television network executive, they get their own reality television show. <laughs> she, it was so it funny because, like, I might <laughs> fucking crazy. It kept going. I was like, all right, that's a lot of information at once, but they're done talking and they're going to walk away. And they're like, no, 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 no. They have separate lives and we're going to introduce them all at once. <laughs> Quit remember, remember me, the tree hugger from the first movie? <laughs> you met me right before my home burned down from the fire. There was a mountain lion when you were out on your luck. And, and now I'm, me, this is my wife. Annie she loves me, this me because is my I'm green. <laughs> and now I wear a wig. Remember me? <laughs> we have a television show. It's called Living Eco-Friendly or whatever. 
when he's talking about it and doing flashbacks of him in the fire is, is <laughs> I, know. I I was gonna say I might steal a quote, but he's like, I was like, there was so much smoke, I was trying to leave home, I was it was hard to breathe, coughing. <laughs> I just be really stressed coughing. I like it the, was the flashback scene itself was really funny because he's like, yeah, I don't know what makeup did to him, but he looks like super disheveled. It looks like they burned half of the wig for the <laughs> flashback scene, and he's like, he's just super wide eyed, like stumbling through. There's no fire. It's like just gray. It's just this dude. You can tell is a weirdo in real life too. His look, oh, his eyes. Certainly. <laughs> that's what that's what throws me they talked so because yes her father is like a director or something they said no emitting family tv show no, so many times like they were promoting it or something like hey guys i know there's a birdemic going around but check out no emitting check- family well, the birdemic's not affecting them that's the big takeaway from meeting the lorax and his girlfriend because since they live in <laughs> eco the lorax with a wig it's an eco Even though friendly lifestyle the birds won't attack them even though she loves iPads. That was, yeah, yeah something like They don't support non-great yeah. business, but they have iPads and Kindles. Paperless reading. <laughs> well, um, they managed to get an RV, steal an RV, I don't know, and drive to some epic war battle music until they stop to see if some clearly dead people are alive. The people are dead. <laughs> For but like they the ninth time. <laughs> and this is the yeah. the beginning of another nine after that. <laughs> Every single stop, they're like, oh, look, some people there. Are they dead? Let's check it out. It's, we could help them. It's just like the first Birdemic 2. It's really funny to watch because they're supposed to be like a deserted town. Everyone's dead or a zombie, I guess, at, at one point. But there is a lot of pedestrians and normal traffic. And like, there's a cement truck. <laughs> there's like an ice cream truck yeah. going by. They don't give a fuck. <laughs> The traffic I could give a pass on just because maybe it's other people trying to escape as well. But there's definitely scenes where, like, I saw a kid in a backpack just walking to school. <laughs> and, like, an old woman walking a dog. Like, there's nobody alive. <laughs> Everyone's dead. Yeah. We gotta get out of here. <laughs> Silent movie theaters <laughs> is, is, is great. Everyone's, everyone's dead. It's a metaphor, obviously. <laughs> From that car, they stole a handgun, a shotgun, and a fucking Uzi. Somebody was strapped with an Uzi at the time of their death, just driving around L.A.? Yeah. Yes, yeah, L.A. But no. are, are you actually surprised? <laughs> <laughs> and they try to see if people in this theater, like, they're like, oh, there's a theater. <laughs> we should hide, see if there are people in there. We could save them. They go in. Just birds killing everyone. It's a live in the screening. That <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the rest of the city's already all dead, and they're inside watching a movie, getting live attacked by birds. It's, it's great. <laughs> and then and then Bill the just. Are, oh, sorry, go ahead, Seth. No, you're good. I was like, and Bill just like closed the door, like, yeah, we better not go in there. <laughs> <laughs> guys, he's doing, guys, he's pulling at his collar, like, <laughs> guys, look through this window. There are fucking birds in there. I just like that the birds. Check that out. A live screening of, like, an indie art house, which was maybe all- No, I'm- I said something about Nguyen being a genius earlier, and Lucas was like, no, I don't think that's it. Because this would be, like, the birds are the- the, the critics birds. and the audience attacking Nguyen for his birdemic oh, piece. That's shit. the- that's the birds attacking people maybe. in the live screening. Anyway, I like the birds went in there and closed the door behind them. <laughs> <laughs> gently so they could murder so privately. They closed the door gently so it wouldn't interrupt the <laughs> gently, movie. Yeah. Could, also, one guy escaped. What? Yeah, did he join the crew? No, he was he was dead by the time they saw oh. him. That was the part they were like, "Oh, look at this dead guy!" And while they're saying, "Look at this dead guy" in the background, I saw the kid in the backpack and the old woman walking <laughs> yeah. the dog calmly. 
It's just crazy. A sidewalk full of pedestrians. It's just crazy. It's like, you know what? You could see, it's like a 4D movie where it's like, you know, they, they rumble your chair and they've got little like wires and stuff to like yeah. do little actions. It's like, why are you? Come to this 4D movie where the birds will literally kill you. <laughs> it's a great showing. Experience. Death by Birds. Well, I love this 4D. They get back into the RV. Bill's like, I know this great shortcut through a cemetery. So that's like, don't cemeteries only have like one entrance and exit? Like, there's no shortcut. That, that one of my and, quotes too. And I also know uh, here is too is like, where are you even going? What are you trying to do? Why are you taking a that's shortcut? That's my note. That <laughs> I've got a short, shortcut through a cemetery. Where are you going? <laughs> we don't know. They go into the cemetery. I know a shortcut. As they what? go into the cemetery, red rain comes down oh. and zombies i <laughs> All cannot the- fucking believe they did this <laughs> they get out to help it's They're absurd like, look at those people in the cemetery we should help they them help and they get like why four feet o- they get four feet <laughs> away from them like well, they're not people. They're zombies. The first zombie was apparently buried in like a long sleeve baseball style t shirt, <laughs> <laughs> and another one was buried in his flannel. Oh my god, that's so funny. This did as. This is going to sound like it's a joke, but I mean it from the bottom of my heart. <laughs> I really do. It's the first thing I thought of. But the brand was saying, like, they're like, wait a second. Those aren't people. They're zombies. Like, jump to conclusions very quickly. It's like when the police interrogated Morbius immediately. And they're like, are you by any chance a vampire, sir? <laughs> like, they were like, immediately like, these are zombies for sure. <laughs> you love origami. Are you a vampire? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's crazy. So, like, oh, there's shit. There's zombies. There's a bunch they of gotta shoot em. brutal executions. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. Executed. Like, headshot. I was psyched. He said they, that, like, verbatim they, as it was happening. They stop yeah. all the zombies, but they lose Jessica, the slutty well, cowgirl, in the process. Yeah, she gets turned slash dies. <laughs> Rod also attempts to, like, wrestle with one Greco-Roman stuff. <laughs> just shoot it. <laughs> Rod just, like, tackles like it. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> they're, like, grappling. <laughs> it was so funny. And then they get back to the RV, and Will's like, Hey, we should get grab Jessica. Like, what the fuck? And like, she's dead, dude. She's a zombie now. And he's like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, he wanted to and ask it just, her. Just like out. shows longingly shows his face for like too long, and you're like, "Was he bit? Is he a zombie yeah. now?" Well, there's also he's not. It was they immediately know she's dead too. They don't hesitate for a second. Oh, she's dead. Yeah, they're they're all six as a pack sprinting away, and one of them towards the front of the pack says. I don't know, towards the back is like, we gotta get Jessica, and the front yeah. says, oh, she's dead, and they're like, oh, okay, she's dead. <laughs> and they keep sprinting over. Uh, yeah, then poor Will on his face, it, he de- they hang on so long, at first I'm like, oh, it's kind of dummy sad, and then they hang on for even longer, and I'm like, like, mate, like this is like a meaningful moment, he's like, they're kind of holding on this, and then they hold on for like they're 10 more seconds, longer. I'm like, oh no, he's just being dumb again, he doesn't know what he's, he's doing. He's a zombie. Yeah, this is just bad. Well, they get back to the RV and Bill's it's like, like, he's making movies, but he's never seen a movie. <laughs> Yeah. Bill, they You're get back it, on though. the RV and <laughs> <laughs> like, have you ever in your life seen a shot of anything that long? <laughs> Establishing shot, interview shot, running no, shot Birdman shot. has never been that long. Birdman has shot as one continuous scene has not, never been as long as any of the shot. fucking shots like that. <laughs> So stupid. And it's, oh and it's not God. his first language, and I don't think he, I don't think he has a firm grasp on the English language. But he, no, he not wants to all. make his movies anyways. Maybe that's the Thai oh. thing. Like in yeah. like Bollywood films in India, they have a cut every point four seconds of like yeah. an intense scene. But, but his, in Thailand, they don't it's like cut. they don't cut at all for a minute and a half. That's hard. <laughs> well, they it's get back. They friend. get back in the RV, and they're like, "Bill's like, 
Hey guys, I know another shortcut. We should go to the zoo. <laughs> He's like, quit fucking suggesting <laughs> shortcuts. We don't, we're not going anywhere. They want to go to the, the zoo so they can help people, which I put as like, that's a great place to find people is the zoo. <laughs> Where <laughs> animals are. Well, they see this guy, like the zookeeper, who tells them that the birds won't attack them in the zoo because it's the zoo is powered by solar energy. Because and the, they're his friends. Yeah, yeah and the birds friend. came... The birds came back because of global warming and all the animals that are held captives in zoos and are sick. And I was like, why aren't they attacking you? You're holding them captive. Yeah, he was like, he didn't know it for sure. He was like, "Ah, I don't know, global warming. And then he was like, yeah, 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 for sure. sure. Well, they're like, all right. That (laughs) had to be it. They're like, see a zookeeper. They leave immediately. He's like, stay in the zoo. I know. Birds aren't going to attack. The zoo is a prescription for living with the bird attacks. And they're like, all right, well, we're on our way. They they start to walk out the instant they walk out. Birds are there. Take out the brute man the and uh, Daryl or whatever his name was. He seems like a nice guy. I don't know why he called him a brute. Yeah, no, he's just a bigger well, guy. I th- it was something I said when we were watching the movie. Yeah. Was like he hadn't had a single line. And Brandon had pointed out they're walking in a group. Like the men get out of the car uh, every the time. A lot of times to like protect the women stay in. They're going out to search and destroy or whatever. But Brandon pointed out he walks fucking crazy. <laughs> he's a- he walks like he's trying to be too tough. So I felt like <laughs> they grabbed a guy who looked tough off the street. He obviously wasn't an actress. They didn't Tuffy, give him any lines. A baddie. And they gave him they gave him a, a line and he died thirty seconds later. Yeah. So I think he's saying brute because I kinda pointed out I that see. he probably wasn't. He's guy. dead. They get back in the RV, they start to drive away. They see the cave people yeah, they're walking still around. the street. They're like they're like, Oh shit, are those people we should save them <laughs> again? So they walk out and they're like, Hey, you guys need so saved so and they just start clubbing the shit out of the three guys yeah <laughs> but the girls come to help with guns they killed the girl they the shot woman. her and she got up real quickly and it was like that they, fuck you they go chase chased her, her down they chase them out they get off in there that's it with the cave people <laughs> it no, was just like that one that encounter. seems really funny because they're sprinting away from the cave people but it they stay on the shot for a while. At some point, Will, the the Asian dude that got knocked out at the very beginning, <laughs> I thought he died. Like, no, he just starts. Like, they're all sprinting away. At some point, he's like, he thought the shot was over, so he's just walking towards <laughs> the RV. So the cavemen slow down. They're also kind of walking. And everyone's just stopped being in a hurry. And then the next scene, everyone's in the RV. They're throwing bones at oh it while it's driving away. But yeah, everyone at some point in that scene, the very end of it, they're all just like, I give that was up. good shot, buddy. That, that leads me to believe that Wynn must have yelled cut. <laughs> and then they're like, okay. <laughs> just kept it and then he's, he, yeah, he's like, oh, I didn't mean to say cut. <laughs> keep going, so keep going. Yeah. oh my god frantically so put, off screen so I put that I'm like so tired of all these driving scenes too because like we said you can see the dashboard you can see the spare tire and they run out of gas in the RV but you can see the leading car that was filming them also like abruptly slam on the brakes mm-hmm. or like hit the curb and they're like oh my god we're almost out of gas they're like there's a hotel up there they probably have gas in the hotel probably. no they don't that's not a thing and so a long shot of the Pasadena Inn <laughs> the, yeah. Why was the shot of the hotel Pasadena in 17 Mississippi seconds? Was that you counted it out? No, but probably. I, was, I thought it was like 45 seconds. It was so it long. Felt so it's, long. He doesn't. It's, and he just doesn't have a clue. No, he doesn't. And then they go to this vending machine. Instead of getting gas, they're like, let's get a Pepsi. They get Cokes and they're drinking Pepsi when the birds attack. But they land perfectly upright when they get there. Yeah, the, the, the machine had like bottle <laughs> yeah. flipped them to the bottom. And there's like, there's three cans laid perfectly vertically laying 
and, but, upright and for them and they're to just grab. Very clearly Coke and Coke Zero bottles in the Pepsi machine, which and Sprite apparently, which is I'm think that Win is like I'm going to be funny here. I'm going to be cute here, and I'm going to make a big big <laughs> statement with this. Like it's not like a mistake. He's like I'm going to do this, make a point. And it's just like never elaborated. There's no real point at all, which is a lot of his. No, not at all. The birds strike again. Will got fucking slashed, falls into the motel pool, dead as the birds fly away again. They don't check if he's alive. He's the only one they don't check. The best shot of the movie, Will in the pool. Just, they just, the birds just keep flying away, except. (laughs) (laughs) What? He's the one guy they don't check the pulse of. They're they're buddies the whole time. They check the pulse of everybody that's clearly (laughs) been acid burned or exploded or just like slit throated. He like fell into a pool. They didn't see him get hit by anything. Nope. They saw him in a pool and they were just like, he's, he's goner. He's dead. That sucks. He's dead. Birds keep flying away. They don't really, but they do in a way. It's like very they, slow. They get smaller. There's, there's some point when the birds quit turning at them in their flight and they, you get to see their asses as they fly away. And yeah, it's very Got slow. So some slow. Type of way. So slow that it does not look at all like the birds are flying away into the distance. It just looks like they're being minimized. And they are. That's exactly what they're doing. And there's like, they, Will dies and they're standing at this hotel, like in the first one, right? At the very end of it, they're all standing around their van. They're scared that the birds are going to kill them. And then like that halo of, oh my God, my chair, that halo of doves like comes around and protects them or something. Mm -hmm. This one, the birds just fly away. There's no resolution to that. What the fuck? Why? Why did, did they, they stop? Fly away yeah. And they stopped completely. They just left. They just left. And so, like, that's the end. They, I, and I did a timestamp. We, like, literally looked at how long it was. It was, like, two minutes of the birds flying away. Big, long, long shot to end it. As it slows. At least it wasn't shaky. And that's the end. But did you stick around for the after credits? I looked at where was there one? There was no scene. But, like, the credits are completely silent, I heard some, and then halfway I heard, through, I heard you a get, song. Hanging out, yeah, hanging out. I did hear it hanging out. We were like scrolling through, hanging looking out with my face, <laughs> having ourselves a party. We were looking for an after credit scene, which there clearly wasn't. But then I caught those like, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck. We had to listen to it, so we did that, and that is the end of so- Birdemic Two: The Resurrection. You clap, Luna. Oh, we gotta restart clapping. Alright, that's good. Oh, we gotta restart. That's what the movie does. Oh. (laughs) Seth's like, what the fuck? Why are you doing this? (laughs) There's a reason. I'm not just, I wouldn't just do that. I wouldn't just say something. I would. Like Tippy Hedron Vagina. I wouldn't do something like that. You're a man of... Boo this man. <laughs> man of He's honor. vile. <laughs> vile. Boo. Um, so that is the end of the movie. That means we've got quotes, ratings... Nine of them on here. And over reviews. Here. Oh, got nine of each of them. You got nine quotes, nine ratings, and nine reviews? That's how I roll, baby. But, all right, let's... One for each finger. Triple nines. <laughs> what Never catch me lacking. Oh, shit. All right, let's do some quiz. See if anyone's still left alive. I already checked. Everyone is dead. Yeah, I did too. No one, there's no one left. 
It's Armageddon. The end of days. You know, I saw in the news last week that thousands of birds had died and fallen out of the sky in Arkansas. I wonder if this has something to do with that. Birds? Falling out of the sky? Yeah. And even more birds had died in a small northern coastal California town called Half Moon Bay. Half Moon Bay? And what's even stranger is the rain in Half Moon Bay had turned red. Strange and weird things are happening in the environment right now. Guys, can we just change the subject? Jaws happens to be one of my favorite movies. Don't. Don't. <laughs> That's how we're going to in intro. I was trying to be quiet. You tickle me like that, man. You think you know a guy for like 13 <laughs> years. And then he tickles you. And then he leads with tongue. I always do. That's a 14-year kind of thing. Jinjo. <laughs> He's destroying the mic. So you've you got here. nine. I know Seth doesn't have, like, any quotes. I have, like, four or five, and I think I should read them all in a row because my phone's at 1%. Okay. Yeah. Because I have 12. Is it time? Go for it, Seth. All right. Let's see if it dies. I have 14. If it dies, it dies. All right. I'm the captain now. First quote. Yeah. Oh, it's the horny scene when she's like, oh, what can I ever do to repay you for casting me in this movie? And he goes, oh, a lot of things. <laughs> a lot <laughs> of things. He's not like, oh, we'll have to find out. Like, I'll say, like, oh, there's plenty. I, I have it in mind. <laughs> a lot of I've things. I've been planning I've, for this. I have, I have a I spreadsheet a of it. Yeah, checking it twice. This is uh, Todd, Tony, their Tony. son. He says, um, uh, hey, doctor, you got any birds I can play with? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no, they're big, and they would eat you. <laughs> I'm um, sorry, Doc. He gave him birds anyway. He said, yeah, I'll give you some love birds. Oh, we it's did. All right. Oh, yeah. All right. He's going to send him in the mail or something. <laughs> like in an envelope. <laughs> some finches. This one's really the mom. Birds. I think this one got taken already. It's, you think you give me a little role in the movie? If not, how about a feature role? Like, oh, if the little part doesn't work, you can just how make the me a main? main actor. That's fine. That's the <laughs> linebacker mother. That's Brian Erlacher. Go on. My last two are Brandon. Ooh. Uh, Damian Carter comes on screen singing his song. And he goes, there he is. <laughs> I was so excited. Uh, yeah. And then this, the, the other it's one. prodigal prince. <laughs> he was so excited for him. Uh, the last one, very last one I have is the, the ladies in the locker room with their tits out. Brandon's, they they come on screen and immediately Brandon goes, honey, I'm going to rewind this. <laughs> Talking to Marina. <laughs> Which, oh my god. <laughs> out of context is really funny, but at first he was like, I gotta show you how abrupt this is, like trying to show his wife, but, you know. It's funny if I don't you explain it, so I don't know why I did. <laughs> honey, I'm gonna rewind this. All right. <laughs> Lucas, I think I actually only have eight, because uh, I think one of mine got said earlier, so I'll do four. Sorry. Um, no, I, no apologies are required or accepted. Oh, shit, um, this not one even accepted. This is, is from Bill at the beginning. He goes, there's never been a movie about a director trying to make it in Hollywood, which is like every movie ever. <laughs> there's a lot of those. I almost took that because I was like, uh, no, that's all of them. Okay, yeah, I said, okay, God. Um, my second one <laughs> was you. from the Pop. news broadcast. When it opened up, they said, yesterday it rained dead birds. Thank you, thank you, news. <laughs> that you couldn't hear. Um, when they're talking about, when they're in their investor meeting with the old guys and they're, they're pitching their, their movie, he goes, where are the topless chicks? Where are the sex? 
Which is, first, like second, is grammatically incorrect, and it's funny that they were that they're asking for that, and we get that later in our movie. Do you realize that where and are then, the sex? Uh, yeah. How did I miss? Th- and then finally, for now, um, Bill is talking about Gloria, and he says she's a beautiful girl. She can act, and one of those is true. Yes. Oh, I did not catch that. Um. I have, I didn't write these down, but these are two Marina ones that I remembered as we were doing them. So I'm going to say them real quick. One of them was when it was like the casting scene, when it was Natalie and Gloria going at each other, basically. And Marina goes, more like black leather couch casting scene. Ooh. How does she know that? <laughs> oh, that was like the very beginning. When yeah. When they first met. Yeah. And then the other Marina one that I remembered as we were doing this was right when they're about to have the sex scene. Rina goes, you think Gloria's feet are going to be as dirty as <laughs> the first time? Oh, yeah. I didn't look out for it. They weren't. They were clean. Nice. All right. Here are my actual quotes. The first one is um, from Bill. He goes, at Sunset Dreams, it's not all about the babes, boobs, and blood. The three that Bs. Probably, yeah, probably in response to the where are the topless chicks. Where are the sex? Um, I've got one from Rod where he goes, I'm going to write you a check for $100,000 to option for the script, and you'll get the remaining 900000 after we meet the new investors, and then a three-way high five. Oh, my God. <laughs> they had a lot of high fives in this. They did. Um, yesterday it rained dead birds. Yep, you got that. I, I also found it weird that she's like, 5,000 birds fell from the sky, and they were found dead in Babe, Arkansas, Kentucky. Hmm. Like, she corrected herself. Oh. <laughs> She's in two different states. Yeah, she probably just forgot her line. <laughs> um, I have when he enters the bar and he goes, she goes, anything to drink? He goes, I'll take a picture of Budweiser with two classes. I got a buddy coming. She just goes, oh. Oh, okay. What is also funny because he's got two people joining him. Yeah, he did not know now. There's another class that appears. Um, this is another one from the bar scene that's very early on. He's like, I got this big movie coming out, I got a million dollars, and he's like, good for you, let's toast to that. Toast to success. And they just toast, like, rich people. (laughs) And, um, my last two, my penultimate one right now is, um, Gloria going, is this a pickup? This is when she gets the phone call from him, and he goes, no, strictly business. And she goes, okay, where do you want to meet? And he goes, Thou City. I was like, um, it's pho? This is a clear example of Wynn being a, a second language <laughs> City. English speaker. Yep. And um, my last one. Is, is this a pickup? Is this we a don't, pickup? We don't say my that. last one we here is, um. I don't say it. Giant jumbo jellyfish, huh? Jumbo jellyfish. Giant jumbo jellyfish. Giant jumbo jellyfish. Jellyfish. Ses- Giant jumbo jellyfish. <laughs> Seth's done for quotes, right? Yes. All right. So my last several here. This one's a song lyric, and it's, I know I'm set for glory. I know I'm Good. set for glory. Yeah. Remember that song they're is playing? Is the driving montage? <laughs> yeah. It sounds this like. This is my story. Yeah. yeah. It's the one that sounds like, uh, I need a hero. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it's, it's like stock version of that. Um, 
we are going down here. Uh, my favorite quote, and I texted you guys saying that I called dibs on this one when I saw it. <laughs> and it's from Tony talking about his sister Susan. And he, he goes, I wish Susan could have been here to see this bird skeleton. But she got a disease from that fish that Rod cooked. I had to explain this to Seth a lot. I was like, okay, so they at the very end of the first movie, they caught this fish and they boiled it, which Devin was very upset about that they just boiled it. And then and then the halo of the doves come around and it frees them. She was still alive, but apparently she died in between the movie. And Rod didn't feel sad about it in this movie. No, not they at all. killed his adopted daughter. Well, she could just still be uh, in the hospital with botulism. She might not be dead. No, she's dead. Oh, okay. The bird's got her now. <laughs> Fair. Um, this is a pretty poignant quote when they're talking about about young superstars. They say, I guess for some actors, dying young is the price that you pay for stardom. And they sort of weigh that, weigh the, the benefits and negatives of that. Tupac. Yeah. And Gloria says, I hope I don't get super famous and die. <laughs> <laughs> she brings down the mood a lot. <laughs> well, she didn't bring it down too much. She didn't have too much mood. emotion. Yeah. This was a, a very weird one. And during the middle of like a bird attack, where they're talking about like their plans or whatever, Will goes, guys, can we change the subje- subject? I really love Jaws. <laughs> and I'm just like... Ew. That's, what the fuck? That's sort of mine too. They were like the birds want to start talking about Jaws. The birds keep killing people. Guys, can we change the subject? No, birds are killing. Jaws is one of my favorite movies. Yeah, oh, cool <laughs> man. Fuck <laughs> off. I'm having deja vu right now. Oh no, you're gonna cry yourself to sleep. Oh uh, yeah, because one of the guys was like, uh, "Yeah, we're all gonna die. I might as well listen to this guy talk about Jaws, right?" <laughs> this random guy. Um, I have. I'm Will. I'm a screenwriter. And then, yeah, it looks like my last one was, hey, Rod, I know a shortcut through the cemetery, and where where were they going? <laughs> um, Those are my quotes. I have an IMDb one that I took down that I don't remember in here at all. Hmm. But it's apparently Nathalie, and she goes, you know, it's been a while since you went down on me. Did she what? ever say that? No. I took that directly from IMDb, waiting no. for it, and it, yeah, it never came out. So, not it did Ooh. not happen. Um. Alrighty, my next one is Star Bright, Star Bright, My Light So Bright, Star Bright, Gonna Party Tonight. Iconic, legendary. <laughs> um, All the above. Next one is when the birds break into the studio, Nathalie immediately goes, get a hanger! Oh, yeah. She knows what, what defends best. Um, look, there's a hotel up there, maybe they have gas. No, they don't. And my last one is a Seth quote. Um, it's been a while. It's, it's been a while. <laughs> um, it's when Damian Carter singing, <laughs> standing on it's the box, standing on the box in the corner, <laughs> singing, and uh, they're all dancing, and Nathalie just starts spinning, <laughs> yeah. and like. Rod puts his finger on the top of her head. <laughs> like, she's a, she's a dog, like she's a top. And Seth goes, she's just spinning. She's a dreidel. Well, I could have said yeah. top, but I said dreidel. <laughs> I think it was because you're so I'll tall. I was searching for dreidel. <laughs> yeah. Number so, one answer, Steve. Good answer! Alrighty. That's quotes from all of us. So we're going into ratings. I'm going to tell you right now. There's no critic ratings on this. We've only got audience on each. 
That makes sense. So normally we have budget opening weekend US Canada worldwide and then we've got two critics two users so eight we've only got three today with budget and two audience you got the first one so you only need one more to win it today and lucas will have to buy a fan of subaru i'm battling back i can't (laughs) i can't afford or seth has to buy two subarus (laughs) battling back we break even (laughs) didn't last week Somebody, you guessed it right on the dot, and it yeah. was the number I wanted to guess. Uh-huh. I'm pissed. Because you right. wanted me to go first, and so I guessed 7.2, and I got oh, it. Oh, yeah, I was the host, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, you want to go first, then? I don't care. Lucas is going first. Okay. Um, tomato, okay. tomato meter, audience, this is a percentage. 21. Okay. Bob. 21 Bob? Good answer. 4.3. 43? Yes. It's a 26. Lucas got it. Fuck. Audiences are giving it a 26. I thought the memes would carry it. Now on yeah, IMDb. Tough to gauge. Out of 10. IMDb. This is for the Subaru. Seth, you can start. It makes it way harder stakes when there's a metaphorical Subaru. It didn't used to care, man. <laughs> now when there's a fake Subaru on the line. It's real in my heart. <laughs> Thinking. Brain blast! 2.8. 2.8. Okay. It's, it's gonna be low because it's the 8th worst ranked movie of all time so i'm stinking 1.4 one of you guys is so close god damn it (laughs) edge it i forgot it was bottom 10 it's a 1.5 lucas wins today seth owes a fan another subaru i can't afford this (laughs) you got a dog though for free oh that was she was for free yes oh damn you think I can afford a pay buy for a dogs? dog? I just but you're also me. buying like super expensive dog food. They gave me the dog food. Oh, what's going to happen when you have to pay for it? Be expensive. <laughs> Less expensive than a damn Subaru, probably. <laughs> uh, yeah, most likely. I don't know so, anything about dog food. Um, no critic reviews. Audiences gave it 1.5 and 26 for a 20.5 average. Seth, what are you giving it today? Uh, I think in my head earlier, I was thinking 1.4. Okay. So we'll say that. 1.4 on the John Lasagna scale. Any reasoning? Uh, it should be lower, but I laughed a couple times. Sure. So just for raw enjoyment factor, a little higher than 0.6 or whatever it would have been. Lucas. This is a 7.9 movie for, <laughs> for Birdemic 2. It's not. It's not. It's Try again. It's... It's this unique brand of movie that Wynn has somehow done it again. No one else does it like him. I mean, The Room, which we have yet to cover, and we probably will cover one day yes, on this podcast, is not like this. Stealth is not like this. This is in the movie. Last time, I think I've said you get every test answer wrong on a test, and mm-hmm. you know, you clearly know what the answers are on the test. You're just being a prick about it. I think that's somewhat the case here with James Wynn. 
that subconsciously, probably more than consciously, he knows what a good movie is in every single respect and chooses to go the exact opposite direction of what that means. And it comes out to a weird, unique experience that I die laughing at every time. And I think, I think he's an auteur. That's nine times higher than Space Chimps. I know. <laughs> um, my thoughts on this. Looking back to Birdemic, the original, I gave a 1.7. Hate that. It deserves <laughs> higher. This movie is dog shit. Bird- yeah. Birdemic 2 is a 1.7. Legitimately. Um, I did laugh, which bumps mm. it up a little bit. Objectively terrible. But when I think about the original Birdemic, I think about how many things, like you've said before, you can do so many things wrong, but that is the genius of it. And this one, it's not him being creative and original anymore, but simply pining off of the success of his previous movie and using the exact same things that he did wrong instead of coming up with new things that could have been great. So unfortunately, the dancing, the whole music videos, the poor CGI, all of it seemed washed and reused, and I don't want to see that. One thing that I loved about, like, trope movies where satires at the forefront, like the scary movies, they kind of pioneered a lot of this, or like the Naked Guns, is that the sequel wouldn't be an identical replica of the previous one. They did new things, and this one unfortunately didn't, and so then, thus, all of the things in it are bad in a sense. I, 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 can, I can see that. Part of my reasoning for why I like it a lot is I kind of compared it to the Mad Max Fury Road. What? Uh, in in the sense that it's almost the same movie as Mad Max 2, The Road Warrior. You know what I mean? Okay. And he waited like 30 years to make the real Mad Max movie that he wanted to make. And then he finally got the budget. The technology finally caught, caught up to him. And he finally got to make his real Mad Max movie. And I think that's exactly what's happening here. I think it happened with the Evil Dead franchise too, if you guys know that I one. I know the Evil Dead. Yeah, Evil Dead and Evil Dead 2 are basically the same, but Evil Dead 2, they had a lot more money, they could finally do what they wanted I to do. I don't know. See, I think the thing is is the first one is the real version. It is more real. The second one is a Ponzi scheme of just replicated just trying to recreate what he did previously and he was more successful with the first even alludes to that in the movie he said my first film was replica but i couldn't get the budget for it which literally his first film was replica oh i don't know exactly well i think in his mind he thought that that's that's what this is going to be i'm going to take it i'm going to have three hundred thousand dollars that's like 30 times what i had the first time i'm going to do birdemic but i'm going to do birdemic big with a big Hollywood budget to him. And the fact that he failed in that regard makes it even funnier to me. Birdemic is not supposed to be big is my thing, I think. I disagree, but that's why we're all here. That's why we're here. Um, I've got reviews for you today. I've got three critics, and I told Seth this. I decided user reviews, I'm not doing IMDb. I did letterboxed. All oh. letterboxed. Dude, gonna be some some interesting. Yeah. So you were okay. 
Brandon didn't know what Letterbox was earlier. He said, I got all my reviews from LinkedIn. Yes, I know. I accidentally said LinkedIn. <laughs> and I was like, I That's didn't know funny. they did movie reviews. That's going to be fun to read. <laughs> yeah, no, I did Letterbox. I misspoke earlier. Yeah, okay. I'm, okay. I, did, I do know what Letterbox is, okay. and I meant to say it, but all right, all I right. almost That's said funny. LinkedIn again, and I stopped myself. So I then I thought, I was like, did I say LinkedIn to Seth earlier? You absolutely I did. did. Several right. times. <laughs> um, critic reviews, three of them. First one. Dennis Harvey at Variety, he says, Wynn's partial self-awareness of his new movie's camp value only makes it an effortful, half-understood in-joke, rather than the guilty, pleasurable, unintentional joke that was Birdemic Shock and Terror. I don't agree. That's what I'm saying. I don't think he thinks it's a... He doesn't get the joke still. He, I don't think so. He still thinks he's out to make a good movie. I don't know. He has he not re- read any reviews of his first film? I think he has, and from what I know, he's like they didn't get it. Like I just got to do it again and do <laughs> I it bigger, do it again. and then we'll get it. <laughs> Maybe if they watch it a second time, I have to talk to this There was no reason so for funny. jellyfish and zombies and cave people. <laughs> Marina even looked at it. She's like, I thought this was a movie about birds when it was the jellyfish thing. It's like, oh, it is. We'll yeah, get there. We'll get there. Um, next critic review is by Rod Lott. Cool name. Oklahoma Gazette. He says, oh. what keeps Birdemic t- Y.O. at Oklahoma Gazette? He likes oh. Oklahoma. Sooner Nation. Sounds like a professional. Mm. Well, what keeps Birdemic 2 from reaching the first film's level of fun is Wynn's penchant for treating this go-round like a greatest hits reel. Okay. Yeah, you're raising your hand. <laughs> I am. And then my last one is horrornews.net. No no writer attributed to this, but they say the worst film of the year, zero out of five stars. <laughs> I like those reviews more. Simple. And that's what I, our I could, that's what that our makes sense. LinkedIn reviews are gonna be here today. <laughs> my first link me in. My first one is by John Albertson, MBA, on LinkedIn. <laughs> no, it's, uh... He's my dentist. <laughs> the man that has a master's in business administration is your dentist? He does it on the side, yeah. Oh, okay. Side hustle. Dentist side hustle? You gotta make money somehow. Um, The first one is by Bringvad. December 30th, 2014, they say... It's Seth. <laughs> no, he's Snoopy style. <laughs> no, you're Sethin. Oh. Um, Thought I'd made some headway. December 30th, 2014, they say, Ever seen a movie where the cameraman's hair blows into the frame? No? Well, here you go. 0. 0.5 out of 5 stars. <laughs> now we can check that off on our list. <laughs> we can. We have seen one. Next one is by Ben. Just, just Ben. I, I know that guy. When I looked at this, I was like, how early did he get to Letterboxd to get Ben as his username? I wonder how many reviews he is. Um, ben on December thir- or January 13th, 2022 says, what a shit show. Physically hurt to watch. It's everything terrible about the first, yet somehow worse. At times, it felt like director James Wynn was playing into the unintentional comedy that made the first one such a cult classic. Once you get into the realm of purposefully making a bad movie, I instantly hate it. 
no doubt that there's some honest attempts here, but some moments seem like he's yanking our chain. I could not believe when Alan Begg sets himself into the roundhouse straight kick to the camera, causing a very badass effect where the camera lens shatters. That might as well have been Mac from Always Sunny. I can't believe a third Birdemic is in the works. I'm so pissed that I will have to sit through one more of these. 0.5 out of 5 stars. Yeah, I... Yeah. One, you guys seem to be in line with the consensus. One, I love that they're like, oh, I have to sit through the third. The second note that I have here is Seth stopped in the movie and I paused at one point. He's like, is this the It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia background? Oh, yeah. You said that, which this review has. The music or the set? The set. They'd uh, they'd park somewhere on the street. I forget where. They're in the RV already. Oh, probably with, yeah. You forgot the exact street name, That street shot. Yeah. Um, My next one is by Becca. It's not me. Got that whole, it's not you, 100%. Right of the office. Becca, right of the office. Bethany Cox, little songbird, Becca. Uh, June 4, 2017, they say, Everyone who doesn't believe in global warming and climate change needs to watch this film. If you don't believe in the real consequences of not caring about the planet after seeing this, I don't know what to tell you. Four out of five stars. Finally. Someone who speaks the truth. The good stuff. <laughs> that, good kush, that good kush. Good <laughs> she kush. Spe- Four out of five stars on Birdemic 2. Is she that speaks good kush. Good kush. <laughs> I, I just like that she's like, oh, if climate change doesn't happen, it will rain red. Yeah. Could. Are That's zombies going to come back? I don't know. But. Metaphorically, it will rain red. <laughs> um, Next one is by Evan. They're all just names that I got. Uh, April 20th, 420 2020. This is dudes. <laughs> this is a guy. 420, 2020, they say, what I love about this movie is every scene seems to be seconds away from someone interrupting to say, hey, you can't film here. 0.5 out of 5 stars. There's a a, 0.5 out of 5. There is like a palpable tension there. (laughs) Everyone looking over their shoulders to see if there's a security guard. Yeah. As long as everybody was sweating in every scene. Yep. That'd be it. I had to hustle along. <laughs> Except when they walked to the RV. Oh there was no security guard there. That's um, so funny. Next one after Evan is by Allie. September 15, 2021, they say, So weird how this movie is like, The birds are upset because global warming is killing all the animals. Now quick, shoot them all. 0. 0.5 out of 5 stars. Like The birds had a point. Well, we're going to kill him anyway. Forgive them. The burns. He's done it again. You've got this, Seth. No, I refuse. Holiday hose. Nice. Oh. The immigrants. Yes. Holiday hose. Downtown spook boys. Love lads. Oh, star whores. Star whores. <laughs> you just repeat everyone that he's saying. Love lads. Love lads. Can't Love forget lads. about holiday hose. <laughs> You assholes. <laughs> this is going to be a wall of sound. <laughs> of oh, just overlay. And the star horns. <laughs> yeah. Space horns. No. Space lads. There you go. Holly hose, holly hose. Space lads. No, Love that's hose. not one of them. That's not one of them. 
It has to be perfect. And holiday and sluts. No, damn it. Is a perfect bros. Including a new sound. Nice. That's just live me. sound effects. That was <laughs> live. Yeah. The echo on Lucas's. I want to get. I want to get a fucking soundboard and just play him live like Joe Rogan. Every time you guys just say something, I will just push the button. I think it finally propelled you from doing second there? to first. I don't know. That would put us to first. Yeah, that's that's what made him to. popular. He's uh, got a soundboard. He's just turned into nineties <laughs> FM radio. He's just playing fart noises and the lightning. <laughs> Uh oh, socialism. How <laughs> <laughs> the fuck, Joe? Talk about the dead moose again. Can somebody get, your heads. Can, can, get, get to the good, the good stuff? Love. Can Far someone noises. give me a hell yeah? <laughs> hell yeah. He always hits the wrong button now and just plays a part. <laughs> because he only has like three fingers. It's, it's weird what? like that. Why does Joe Rogan only. <laughs> Well, it helped him lose weight immediately, and now he can lift more, actually, because the precision in his three fingers is greater than the the spread out muscle. You could say it's almost precise, in a way. What? No. Mm. And birds recognize him more as one of their own, which has always been one of his goals. (laughs) Joe Rogan wants to be one of the birds. He cut off all of his toes. The birds. Chinjo. Space. Okay. (laughs) Nice. Um, My next one's, like, really artistic, in a way. Um, he's so fucking cute. What? What is all? Jinjo's making so much noise. He's so handsome. Let's go. Okay. My next one is by Chris Duck. Oh my god. September 15, 2021. They say, a haiku review. They wrote a haiku. Oh, cute. Really? Once was a woman in a shoe. No. Really? Sunset Dreams? Jumbo giant jellyfish, Hitchcock references, one out of five. Mm. I mean, references technically. Jijo is purring Four and just seconds. all up in Lucas's face. Tune into the YouTube to oh, watch that. And my last one today is by Lucian. He's so handsome. June fifth, twenty seventeen. Lucian says, "La La Land literally plagiarized Birdemic to the Resurrection." <gasps> Four and a half out of five stars. <laughs> they certainly did. <laughs> La La Land! <laughs> That's the theme song for La La Land. Block of noise. Not the da 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 da. Was La La Land like bad? No. It was in. Well, did that make your top 10? That you no, just posted? That was like number 12. Ooh. I just missed it. Mm. I still have to narrow mine down from 18 to 10. I'm close, but that's in the running right now. So, um, are we recommending this film, Lucas? Hardcore, yes. It's it's a comedy delight. I truly doesn't don't think the director's in on the joke, which makes it better. And you're not going to see a movie that's going to challenge your perception of what filmmaking is more sure. than this, I think. Sure. Seth? No. Just watch the first one, I think. Okay. Because I haven't watched the first one. So this is a recommendation for myself in eight days. Okay. How's how's your marriage with the snake going? Oh, it's gone. Yeah. Oh, It's gone. out the window, yeah. She's, uh... She was an angry bitch. <laughs> But she was calm. 
when she handed me those papers. <laughs> and she didn't like me calling her bitch so much, actually. I'm working that, on that. That probably did a lot to do with it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I the, said it a lot. The snake wife was very upset about the bitch reference. She did not like it. She was like, I'm a snake. <laughs> not How a can bitch. you even be mad at me? I haven't done anything but eat mice whole and I shit on your hand <laughs> once. Did, wait, did you start eating mice or did she eat hamburgers? I don't know if I should say this. Plead the fifth. <laughs> would you I rather swallowed s- hamburgers whole. Would you rather say that or how many times you masturbated in one day? <laughs> Devin, Devin gave me an answer. How close he says, was this to mine? He says he wants me to say it on the air. And I believe he said it was eight. Like probably eight times when I was twelve. I think the competitive side in me wants to admit that it was 14 times. So I'm just, yeah. And also, I, I kept eating hamburgers and she kept eating mice. So oh. that's why it didn't work. Yeah, it didn't work. It wasn't yeah. a bitch thing. <laughs> that was just, probably like 12 or something. Probably about that. Yeah. Well, I took last. Tall people have a lot of testosterone. Yep. And sadness <laughs> just so much sadness it fits um, more. i'm gonna recommend this film i do recommend watching the first one over this one but still watch it you're not gonna lose anything but it's fun it is fun it's just bad so that's what we got um that's gonna end it today for the downtown spook boys and Damn. with that we've got one more spooktober film coming up and that is our masterpiece of a horror film the shining next week Lucas, you've got a guest joining us. I do. It is my friend from the English teaching program, Charlie McPherson, who is a very intelligent guy and and super interesting to talk about. And I talked about I've talked about Kubrick movies with him before, so this is perfect for him. And that's the only person I can talk I've ever talked with something like that with in public. Will he be with you, or will he be joining us virtually? I think he'll be with me. Okay. Sounds good. That's exciting. I don't know who he is or anything, so it'll be a a random guest for us joining in, but I'm excited about it because another knowledge, another brain on the set. We don't have to pay him. Okay, cool. No. No, but we... Some podcasts pay their guests. No, it's his... Not us. We pay him an exposure. Oh. So that's right. So um, we'll have him on. Hopefully, Devin's joining us next week. I think he will. I'm hoping so. And then we're going to get into some just random movies for November before we hit our holiday classics and then into the new year before our next our season ends with our bracket. So that'll be fun. We love you guys. I love you. I love you. Gazoon I, I love you. I I love you. I love you. I, I love you. Say it again. I love you. The birds. <laughs> Alright, see you next week. Bye. Okay, Gadoosh. Love you. Thank you for listening to The Good, The Bad, and The Movies. If you like the show, please like and follow us on Anchor and any other podcast sites we are located on. We would love to hear your feedback, so please leave us comments and reviews on our Instagram and Facebook pages at The Good, The Bad, The Movies. We will be back next week to deep dive into more movies, and remember, 
If it's good and it's bad, it's probably the movies.